Well, I've got good news. Ooh, baby. We can start podcasting. All right, man. Let's get to it. What are your topics? I have... Uh, got hot topics. Oh, fuck. No, there's nothing wrong. I'm just oh, going okay, back to okay, watching okay. the baseball game. Oh, man. I like watching the wave waveform. Well, form. it's over on the other I screen. I like the big screen. Could you switch them? No. Okay. It's your house. Apple TV is only plugged into the TV. Okay. Makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, you know, which wave am I? Top? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was your big topic. Topic number one. <laughs> well, I saw my big which wave Alex that I just is. made there. I just like to know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dude. You're not going to tell us? What? What's your big topics on? I don't, okay. Uh, you want to just get right in? Okay, well, I guess I don't really know how to address it because the main topic that corresponds to this, I got things that are on my mind, and then I got Excel topics, but... The Excel topic, I need to, I don't understand where you and I stand, so we have to both talk about it. So I can introduce it. Whatever um, you say, it got a lot of things on my mind. Uh, one of the greatest hardline segments, the hardline is uh, the afternoon show on Sports Radio 1310, 96.7 FM, The Ticket. Okay. And uh, Who hosts the hardline? Well, now it's uh, Bob and Corby, but it used to be Mike and Corby. Okay. And before that, it used to be Mike, Greg, and Corby. And before that, it used to be just Mike and Greg. But Greg had to leave because he had a cocaine problem. Oh, that's Greg, Greg, Greg O. Greg O. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. sometimes they just called him Greg. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All um, right. That's what's up. So this is the Mike, Corby, Danny producing and actively involved in this segment, certainly, uh, iteration of the show. Okay. And this is one of their all-time segments. They played drops from this thing forever. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was Corby. He got a voicemail that was just a wrong number. <laughs> okay. And they just replayed this <laughs> voicemail that's a wrong number. And, like, it was, like, a fascinating slice of life. Okay. Uh, it was an older couple. And... <laughs> The wife was trying to make the case that the husband had not hung up the phone. <laughs> and the husband was vociferously arguing into the voicemail that he had and was doing just fine. <laughs> and uh, one of the uh, phrases that pays was, uh, I've got enough on my mind right now. I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> that was his response to her saying that he hadn't hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> i love that man that's sometimes you gotta just say some shit like that <laughs> it the, is often like, true that i have enough on my mind right now i don't need your bullshit oh my god dude the other day <laughs> i'm cracked i was just so fed up like i just didn't want to hear it so i took a shower right mm -hmm. and uh we have like the little hooks where towels can go Mm -hmm. And we have the 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 like the rack, the the towel rod yeah. kind of thing. Okay. And uh that sounds like a good setup. Yeah, exactly. You know, dealer's choice. Uh so I guess my wife had taken a shower 
and her towel fell from the hook to the floor. Okay. And I went to take a shower and I saw a towel on the ground and I put it on the rack. Mm -hmm. And then this might be like a, a body temperature regulation thing. This may just be, I do always think of Excel when I do it just because we weren't able to do it. But I love after I take a shower, I just go, I like do a, a pretty cursory dry off. Then I have a terry cloth robe and I'll go and like lay down on top of my bed. Like the bed's made almost hmm. always. So how just, long? Just until I feel like getting up, like easily 30 minutes. Uh, if I when are you uh, showering? Like in the morning while my wife's like kind of getting ready for work sometimes. Uh, so you'll wake up, you'll go shower, or you've already been awake for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll hit a shower and then I'll just fall back. I'll just go back to bed, which is nice too. Wow. I mean, that's a true bald guy privilege. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but so I was doing that, like I was relaxing finally, you know, from my stressful life. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> my wife like goes in the bathroom uh, you know to do some bullshit and uh she just comes out and she's like did you move my towel and i was just like get the fuck out of here how like, could it possibly <laughs> matter if i did yeah i was just like i'm not doing this like i, yes, was just yes. like, I know you have like there's gonna be follow-ups you know what i mean like i don't it never get, ends there like, yeah exactly this conversation you were uh, starting i'm not like, starting it yeah exactly it was just like a decline wait your wife listens to these yeah uh, i don't care i'm i know i'm 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 back you're right she's right dude <laughs> I was, I mean, she, cause then, you know, she was like, well, it's somewhere different. You know, <laughs> I was just like, all right, fucking accept the mystery of life, dude. There's stuff we can't understand all around us. Like uh, yeah, not that, everything needs fucking. I do. Eh, not that often. <laughs> like, what do you think? Someone else did it? Yeah. Like, there's, there is like, like I, I do have a part of my brain <laughs> that will occasionally pipe up about the, like. Listen, we all know what the likelihood is, <laughs> but like, I don't, you know, those people in science thought that the water glass thing wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, true, true. Exactly. And I, I guess I applaud her for if you see something, say something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I do, I think I've, surely I've said this in public before, but uh, whenever like the, uh, like my phone isn't loading. Or like the yeah. just internet disruptions. Yeah. One out of every like three, the thought will pop into my head like, when the world ends, it'll start like this. Whoa. Like you'll just be like, huh, can't log on right now. I'm sure <laughs> it'll get fixed soon. And then it just never so? gets yeah. fixed. Yeah, that's very pro that's a very plausible way to that's not a bad way to find actually it'd be better to just go out completely brain dead scrolling TikTok. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, that'd be perfect. It's as closest we can get to dying here on Earth. Mm -hmm. It's the load up. Which yeah. obviously is the goal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so anyway, yeah. So I don't know where you stand to frame our discussion because – you know, as always, well, I think when we we've first, been going around about when, this. Yeah, when we first started the podcast, we kind of had a point of contention 
And I'm just very nervous about attributing any positions to you. And overall, you're as a personality, you don't take kindly to that. Unless I state it, if I state, I don't think that I uh, have no. I <laughs> I just think that you very frequently do not recall the things. That, like Fair. no one likes uh, having views that aren't theirs attributed to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just seem very. And, and your uh, your your recollection of my views, and not just my views, but any number of things, <laughs> seems uh, you know hit and miss. No, I have a good memory. It'll surprise you. What? Yeah. You can't believe that. I do believe that. I have an excellent memory. I'll okay. test it. Uh, I mean, whatever. You, you didn't remember uh, the things I said about the uh, continuing legal uh, training. Is that what it was? Yeah, that is true. According to you. And you don't the, recall that I was the one saying all along that Sally's associated with the family school. That was recorded. Go uh, listen to it. Uh, no, I've already l listened to life skills and recorded them. I thought to, I've recently thought to myself, like, should I listen to them again? And I decided not to. But okay. that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not exactly how I remember. Well, what you just said, actually, when you said it earlier today, I was I wasn't like that's not how I remember it. It seems right to me, but it wasn't exactly how I remembered it. And I know we had an argument at some point. We still haven't said what it was. So it's basically we had some sort of disagreement, maybe just of degree or emphasis about the degree to which Excel Academy and Conroe can be traced to the Synanon cult in California. Yeah. And I have always... But I've moderated my position, you know, because we've talked about it a lot. I feel like consistently I've been like, you can fucking play Kevin Bacon with it. We just don't have the data at a minimum, you know, but I feel like I've always If been that like, were your actual stated position in the past, that would have been good. No, I'm saying I feel like that's where I got, but I feel like I've always been pretty consistent that I think it's a See, I feel like option. I've always been saying... Uh, the thing that you just said. So you think so I've that's, been the guy if that's saying, how you think, then I've got great news. We agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It kind of confused me a little bit because do you think one of us has been saying that it is not connected to Synanon at all? Um, I would say at the very least, like it's my opinion that it's not like uh there's no direct links. I'm not sure that it matters. Um, I don't know. It's really fucking distracting me. This dog won't shut the fuck up. I don't know how much that's getting picked up on the thing. Yeah, your call. I love my dog. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, what else to do about it, you know? I'm not going to go upstairs. True. True. Uh, sit down, Blue Jays fans. What wow. is this? It looks Bullshit. like they're probably going to prevail. Oh. Um, so yeah, I guess that's really, it's not like a huge argument, but I do think we can solve it now. Okay. Do you want to say how? Yeah, yeah. Well, nah, I don't want to say everything about how. I got some info. Okay. You know? Uh, but we got some info. First of all, I want to say, this is kind of like a warm up. Uh, 
But our boy, so I was searching some other stuff and uh, I swear I was not, you know, have you seen the UK BBC office? Uh, like an episode or two. I can't understand how they're talking. Oh, uh, yeah, that is kind of tough. <clears throat> that guy's last name is Burger. <laughs> Hell yeah. He kind of looks like, you know, yeah, he's, had he's a got a, a burger phenotype. He's pretty tight. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, fuck, British man. office. Dude, it is so hard with the fucking TV going. I'm, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't complain. I guess it's over now anyway. Yeah. What, the wave file is what's just going? so hypnotic. Like, it's like an Apple TV screensaver. <laughs> how is it so hard with the TV going? There's nothing on the well, TV. Well, now it's over. Now, Yeah, now we're good. And we're cruising. Uh, I No, because I was going to say, there's like a little, like, I don't know, in some episode, he got featured in like Inside Paper magazine like 10 years ago. Uh -huh. and he's like constantly like bringing it up, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we can't do that, that with the Dallas Observer article. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, pro I was not, you know, searching like Dallas Observer life skills for old time's sake. Uh, it's going to sound like I was. But I was searching Excel Academy and Conroe and stuff like that. And I found the Observer article, I guess, was like the Observer Facebook posted it. Okay. And then there was a comment to that post. Okay. From... Sally? No, but it was from the guy who we did a whole episode about his Facebook post. Uh, about like him being like, why did all of this sociopath strength become yeah. corporate yeah, America? Yeah. He's like got an interesting perspective and he clearly like has a desire to research a lot. Definitely. Which I respect. Sharp guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So in the, he wrote like a long ass comment to the Observer article. Okay. And in it, he said that when Sally came to Texas, uh, she set up like a women's shelter group. That makes sense. Yeah. And she said, uh, or he said, then like Jamie, that's how Sally and Jamie met, which makes sense. That would also make sense. You know, Jamie was on the run from the cartel. And uh, I mean, the, are you saying that facetiously or seriously? The cartel part, but okay. you know, uh, no joke about needing a place to stay. And Surely you know. there was someone, I'm going to bet that they were the suboptimal in the teeth range uh, <laughs> that was upset that she was not for sure uh yeah. yeah 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 she was always telling us you know for the yeah, listener for the, the new listener we're not being callous this was a, a grandiose cult leader who told us that she had to change her name yeah and that she was on that she was on the run like that uh you know that she lived in a crack house and that people are not allowed to leave crack houses at least not this one and that shortly after uh her crack house after she left it that it got busted right and i don't ever remember if that's presented as like and that was a great relief to me because then everyone was in jail or if it was no like, and they associated that right. bust with me so it was increasing the danger so here's if, a if question you did get busted in the crack house like aren't you fucking in jail and so how can you get her well first of all getting busted in a crack house is like 
I don't know, man. I don't think it's that bad. Like, it's not good, but it's like, you're not kingpin if you're, you're in the crack house. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if this is like uh, the our, you know, alumni being grandiose or Jamie's tales got bolder as she continued to tell them. But his comment, he was like, she said it was the like Sinaloa cartel. Because, uh, you know, in his comment, he was like, trust me, as someone who knows cartels, I don't fucking think so. You know, which I don't know him well enough to know how, you know, seriously to take that. But I don't want the smoke, obviously. Um, but I did find that interesting. And, you know, so I did, you know, a little research, a little talking to some confidential sources, got some data. You know, it's amazing what you can pull out of the fucking infosphere when you know where to look. And uh, so I think it's no secret, like we've known the Serenity Rose Ranch property like first came in the picture, like what? And like, I think like 97. Sounds right. Yeah, 96. Like yeah, and I think I did confirm that. Um, but Sally was bopping around Conroe and Huntsville since like 89 okay uh, and it's like slightly I, surprised yeah and i'm not sure exactly what she was doing for employment but you know being involved with women's groups being involved with miss ann you know who was the therapist yeah uh, makes sense but and I, I i do have some theories about what she was doing or what she might have been involved with but uh you know, to, to get into them, I got to get into the, the the bigger backstory. And to before doing that, I do think it's interesting, you know, when you were saying a second ago about the Synanon connection question, <clears throat> and you were saying, like, uh, why does it matter? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I'll bring, you know, I'll explain more what I mean in a second but in talking about it we often talk about like uh or i often think about like i'm like i'm positive there's some sort of connection because sally always talked very fondly about like a, a communal living situation that she was in in like the 70s and 80s uh and that was kind of like the murky we thought she was like up in the northeast or in ohio and that was maybe the connection to the Family Foundation School, which is like, you know, the Excel prototype that was in New York, like upstate New York, you know, but we never really knew. Um, yeah, I, I definitely never really knew. But like, you know, you, you've kind of always got like, uh, here's what I think. And like, I, I had a belief that I had this right. But if you asked me like why or certainly to like show any evidence, I couldn't have done that. But I was confident that Sally was heavily connected to the family school. Like, uh, yeah. that was, you know, like, I mean, the fact that they sent, uh, you know, Jamie's daughter there right. is uh, clear enough proof of that. And so I even thought that that was, like, where she had gone. Uh, but at the very least, like, the people she had gotten sober with, like, were, you know, it had kind of, like, started that or whatever. Um and I, I think that I espoused that on earlier episodes. 
Uh, it's just that I, 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 whenever I found out from you, uh, in, in, you know, our other friend, uh, about Synanon and like that it existed, right. Uh, you know, that was certainly the first place, you know, I mean, like I was, I was very interested, like, you know, I was kind of like, let's see how far I can, uh, you know, like prove to myself, like, 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 like I would love it, you know, my grandiose uh, view of myself. If uh, you know, secret California cults that uh, fucking uh, mm-hmm. inherent vice is uh, mm-hmm. you know tied into. If uh, like, of course, me being the fucking main character here, right. like it relates back to me, obviously. Right. And so I went in search of that, and uh, like the ties between the family school and Synanon are not non-existent as far like as best i could tell uh but it wasn't enough for me it it wasn't it wasn't enough for me to feel like that sally had like what you really want in order to you know really uh stoke this uh you know self-centered fantasy is for charles dietrich and sally to be sitting in a room together you know, for years. Being like, how do we MK Ultra the geniuses? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and the best I could find was someone who had been at the family school, like uh, copy and pasting some, like a, something, like a quote to the media that one of the family school people had said where they were like, yeah, you know, obviously we respect Sinan on what they're doing. Like they've got some good ideas. Oh, I didn't even know about that. I mean, I think, I mean, you know, this, I don't know if I could find it again. Maybe I'm mischaracterizing, but it was something along those lines. You know, I'm in the neighborhood. Okay. Um, this is probably, I mean, you know, it was like a year and a half ago. It was whenever we first started fucking, you know, doing right, shit. Right, right. Um, and yeah, that just, I don't know. For me to say, like, I just, I don't think that that's that strong a, a thing. And I know you got more, not, but I would just say that that more kind of fits into the same thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you say that, I was like, I was about to be like, well, I think I can fucking close the riddle for you, but I might not, you know, it may not be that conclusive. Uh, It's not Sally and Chuck sitting together. No, 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 not at all. And And if we're not getting that, then it's kind of like anything else. No, yeah. And that's what I kind of wanted to get at because one of the things I always remembered, so, you know, they had these books, this is more for the listener than you, but I don't know if you remember like they had a lot of books that were like AA literature, like biographies of Bill Wilson or like Dr. Bob's letters to his fucking wife or whatever. You know what I mean? Like AA lore. Yeah. I don't really remember those, but yeah, sure. Yeah. They had quite a few, uh, and they would make, I don't know, maybe they came in and out. Uh, but there was one like life skills or Sally was in the dorms or something I don't actually remember the exact context. Like it's, it was either in this one dorm room or a life skills room that I, like I, it could be either my brain's playing tricks on me because what I remember is Sally's face because she was beaming and Sally had like a, a really bright smile when she was happy. Like she, she was very, she often accused girls of being histrionic. That's how I learned that word. She was calling a girl histrionic and I remember being like, what does that mean? Uh, but she was like very excessive in her emotionality, obviously. And it was a skill in the attack therapy, but when she was feeling good, it felt good. I mean, she was a good cult leader in that regard. Yeah. Um, 
And I remember like this kid was reading some biography or like some, the story of AA type book. And you know how sometimes there was like a, tell us a story, Sally, you know, like, uh, almost like a, you were regressing, you know, and kind of like wanting to, yeah, exactly. Like tell us a story time. And it was that kind of vibe. Yeah. It always brought out a lot of shame. Oh yeah. I have no, I'm not, I don't get down for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, the, the shame was mostly like, um, like I could see it coming if I did too much of that, so I didn't. Yeah, exactly. But it, like even watching other people get like exactly. too excited, and then you like you feel a little bit swept up in it. You're like, this would be tough. That my quickness to be like, I yeah, so I don't do that is because I'm like so terrified that deep down I just want like a leader to weave a story for me and tell me that I'm like good and you know all that. Yeah, I, it just seems I fucking know. lame to want it. It is lame to want it, but we do want it, you know? And, well, I think the other thing is it, like, gets conflated with a lot of things. So it's like there's nothing wrong with wanting love from attachment figures. It's just, like, that was a fucked up place where, like, to want love was to invite the destruction of your <laughs> the totality of your psyche. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of right. like the epitome of weakness, uh, which is not good in our culture. Um, but... Like I, I remember also feeling like a weird kind of that same shame sense for Sally because this kid was reading that book and he was like, basically like, Sally, do you know any people in this book? You know, I know you're from the, the before times kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Sally very beamingly and here I might be taking a little license because I didn't remember the guy's first name until today. And of course now I think it's the name that I found but I always remembered the last initial and mm -hmm. she was just beaming and she was like, Tom P, Tom P, check it out. He's in there. Tom P, that was my sponsor. You oh. know, like. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it was like, she was very proud to be in this like unbroken line, like back to Abraham or whatever. You know what I mean? That stuff is, all, yeah. And that's like super common in AA, right? Like for it's, sure. It's for weird sure. because like it is, it's, it's uh, you know, one of the original uh, decentralized movements. Yeah. And, but it's like, like a human thing, I think, you know? Yeah. Like, but like whatever, it's like these organizations that are like uh, telling you that they're committed to rejecting these sorts of hierarchies to yeah, still yeah, be yeah. in fucking love with these hierarchies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Well, and the other thing is like the people that hate the hierarchies the most, like uh, I've been listening to this podcast. It's called The Philosophy of Psychoanalysis. Mm -hmm. Doris McElwain, RIP, Scottish professor. She's awesome. And she said, if somebody's like really concerned with the hierarchy, who stands where and how you can rise that is like a person completely driven by shame that doesn't feel that they're worthy of anything and like completely has externalized their sense of self-worth. And I consider myself the opposite. Like, and I, I like am unemployed because of it. Like I, it's not like I'm a cool rebel within the workplace. It's like, I got fired for being stupid. Cause like, I don't do well with certain kinds of like top-down organizing. Uh, but then I was reading this book called Prophets, Cults, and Charisma mm -hmm. by Anthony Stevens and John Price. I always want to call him John Wiley Price. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're like a Jungian evolutionary biologists. And they wrote this book about the archetype of a cult leader. And they're basically like, 
why is schizophrenia in the genome if most schizophrenics don't reproduce? And they were like, it's so costly to the population, but it, it's persistent, why? And their basic thesis is, it's like if you get just right the amount of like schizotypy and like grandiose mania and like kind of like mystical otherworldly thinking, like that guy will rebel against the hierarchy and he will leave and like that's how human groups split like that's the tower of babel mechanism is like when a group gets too big that the hierarchy means that people who could otherwise rise feel like they're locked out they'll like try to peel something off and start a new movement literally watching our friend like gather his group of bird activists like i'm kind of watching that archetype play out you know it's like it's in the genome uh, but it's like, it's interesting as do an Do you anti feel like people's ability to do that is like clearly disappearing over time? I think it's being medicated away, maybe overall for better. I don't even really mean like medicated away. I mean like... The the schizophrenia gene doesn't... The kind of splitting the away up. that you're talking about like was just so... Oh, like yeah, yeah, Like yeah, just yeah, so yeah, much yeah, more yeah. complete. Like, you know, whenever <laughs> yeah. like the entirety of civilization as you can understand it is this fucking village in New England and right. like the rest of like whenever you split away like or like your cousins on the fucking savanna or you whatever. might not see humans again like yeah, aside yeah. from like the ones that came with you yeah and like now it's like what you fucking block some people on Facebook yeah or you start a commune somewhere but it's like you still need a TikTok account I guess yeah, I don't know man I I don't know is that a great loss I'm not sure I, don't, I just Change scares me, Alex. Yeah, me too, for sure. Well, no, the, well, it depends on the change, I guess. It does depend on the change. But anyway, I'll, the only thing I really wanted to get into with this like intro was like, uh, I think it's a normal thing to to want. I don't know. Well, actually, to close the loop on the hierarchy, I do think like the anti-hierarchy people, and we'll get to this with Tom P, end up being hierarchical anyway. It's just like a defense reaction to the shame of not doing well in the hierarchy that they find themselves in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, couldn't beat them, but don't want to join them, so I'm going to start a new one. Mm -hmm. Or they won't let me join them. Um, yeah. Or they won't let me join them in a way that recognizes my capacity, you know, to do great things. Um, but... Uh, People often not be recognizing my capacity to do great things. For sure. I feel like that the world doesn't. And, but... I think the resulting shame is at the basis. So that's the parallel I, I'm trying to get at is like, uh, I felt bad even as a teenager under Sally's like power. I was like, it's kind of pathetic how proud she is that Tom P was her sponsor. Like, that's weird. That's honestly, I was like, be better than that, please, as my dominating cult leader right now. Like, I need you to be fearful or I need to be more scared of you than this. Like. I'm seeing the 20 year old or however old you were like, you know, happy to be there. It's good. Like she clearly had fond memories of this guy and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but I don't think that's much you different. You gotta be a little more guarded than that. If you're yeah, yeah, keep up yeah, this facade. exactly. But I also don't, I don't think it's much different from my desire to be like, I can prove that I, I was MK Ultra too. And it's official. Like I'm that special. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not bad. But I did before we like got into it. I'd, I think you made a good point. That's why I'm elaborating or belaboring it. Uh, like it doesn't matter that much. If you know, if you went to a fucking TTI school that they found out about it, you know, from this podcast and just applied the ideas or whatever. 
like something bad happened to you. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't matter if Jamie just like found this out from some rando or intuited it herself because she's a bad person. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just interesting. Like, but, I, I think, yeah, like I'm, I'm searching in there for some like, uh, you know, I, 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 wa I want it to mean something else. I want it to mean something more. I want there to be some big reveal about, you know, my experience there because that's, uh, that's how movies are. And I think that I am in one. Yeah. Uh, but like the fact is what happened happened and there's nothing that's happening. Uh, <laughs> I think, that, I think if I said ex ante here, would that be <laughs> correct? I don't know. I have no idea. After actually. the fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the, like this, like I've, I left the school a while ago that what happened there is done and it's set and there's nothing else that's got like, if, well, if it had been Charles Dietrich telling her, like, go do this stuff, like, right. it doesn't change the stuff that happened. It, you know, it just is what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think, like, to, I'm going to backtrack a little. I think it's still worth exploring if you want to, but it's okay that it wasn't fucking, you know, Chuck Dietrich talking to Sally. Uh, and I also, but, I do think like uh, you can't change the past, but you basically can, you know, like uh, or, like you basically can just by changing like kind of your narrative about what it means. Yeah. I mean, you know, what even is the past? Exactly. Uh, like but, it's a collection of memories. Like if you, if you have different memory, like. If even that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's just, you know. Schemas stories that you tell yourself that have about as much to do with reality as any other story. Mm -hmm. Well, and there are deeper layers beyond that. That's what Doris gets at, you know? Yeah. Cause your narratives are your top layer. They're the most superficial part of your intrapsychic experience because you have like unconscious schemas and then like your character traits below that, which are not, it's not clear that those are even inborn, but because the narrative is more superficial, and it uses words like you ironically have more power there in a way because you can manipulate them more and then almost get like a top-down effect and it, it will change your future experiences including the experiences in the future that you have when you were thinking about the past so in a way you've kind of changed the past you know what i mean like and the future it's pretty fucking cool uh but like that's i don't know uh, that's the kind of stuff like everybody has to do no matter what happened to them, no matter if they were like a secret government experiment or just their parents were assholes. Like, you know what I mean? But it's still worth finding out. Like if you find out when you're 40, like, oh, my dad had a second family, like that could explain a lot. You know what I mean? That's like, a great example. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just like, oh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I so. guess that is kind of the kind of thing that I was craving. But I, I, I guess I, but thinking about it now, I don't even know what that could be. Yeah, for this, it's like the second family is the family foundation school. And we've always known that. Yeah, like you know? if you did find out that like the CIA had been funding the whole thing. Well, it does seem that I would people... be interested in why they were doing so. And those answers would probably change my opinion of the experience. But I'm fairly convinced I think it's more time they were aware that, of it. uh, they, that they did not uh, fund the... I don't know, man, because... I don't think the CIA was aware of the school. 
Excel Academy specifically? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be difficult to prove. It does seem you need people who are kind of willing to do psycho things who aren't too dumb. And well, you, then they wouldn't have been the ones, brother. Well, no, not Jamie and Sally, but I'm okay. saying the, the kids. Like, you got to get them somewhere. And they used to just send them into the Do army. You? Like, no, I mean, for real. Like, if you look at who got recruited into the CIA when it started, it was like the the Harvard guys or yeah. the Yale guys. Yeah. But then if you look at like, or maybe not the CIA, but like what became, what's the drug agency? DEA. Yeah, like that guy that like ruined not Nina Simone, but Billy Holiday's life. Yeah. You know, like you, the guys he hired were all just straight up sociopaths. And it's like, he found them in the military. Cause it's like, that's where they used to send them. But like, yeah. the military is not what it used to be in terms of like being a cross section of society. And in the sixties, like it was so bad. Like they called them McNamara's morons. Uh, Cause Robert McNamara, the def secretary of defense was just like, we have to relax the IQ requirement. It was like 80. And he was like, like we, we can take, and they would seriously just, they were killing themselves, like just accidentally, like sweeping up in a munitions factory, they would somehow like kill everybody. Like they, they, you, you know, intelligence is real. Maybe IQ isn't the best measurement of it, but I'm just saying like, it seems almost like a dare election. I've always had this loose theory. Like if it were up to me, uh, I kind of want to write a Da Vinci code of the 20th century that involves the troubled teen industry in some way. But I feel like there's a split. The Da Vinci Code was in the 20th century. Yeah, but it dealt with like antiquity, you know, versus like modern history, you know, the history of modernity. I want, you know. History is happening today, dude. No, I know for sure. Who are you going to tell about the Da Vinci Code? Folks, if you're interested in. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, dude. I haven't heard yeah, that one. No, you're right. Uh, my fault. Uh, fuck. All I was going to say was fucking, I, it's interesting that MK Ultra ends in like 77 or like 75 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like some random guy starts that talent identification program, you know? And I always thought those, are, those would be the twin pillars if I were the CIA recruiting. Like get the nerds from, you know, the TIP, the talent identification program? Do I know? That's an insulting question. I don't know, dude. I didn't go to it. I didn't go to it. I took the test. Okay. I, I didn't even take the test. I We took the SAT. I mean, you did take the test. It's just the SAT. Okay. Well, you said the test. I thought you meant like there was a special test. Yeah, I meant test. the SAT. Okay. I didn't know that, dude. I'm not as up on TIP stuff as you. <laughs> and yet, here you are fucking asking me well, whether... Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I thought it would be a good recruiting ground for the CIA... You know, but then you would need, I don't know, dude. like, uh, because like it's all, if it's a good recruiting ground for them, it's a good recruiting ground for anything. And like well, probably is, one of the less sensational, more banal explanations is the one. The TIP? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's more just to draw a parallel because that's like the good kids, but you also yeah. need the bad kids and like the prisons aren't getting i don't know people. that every leader of intelligence agencies throughout time has always believed that you do need the bad kids well some of them are probably just like looking two for generations that's what i'm, I'm aware saying of that. i know that dude but i feel like you're not you don't want this to be true or you want it to be true so you're not letting me finish my theory i mean if you don't want your ideas interrogated i can just let you go on 
I mean, I think you would have to in order to intelligently interrogate them. But uh, anyway, that's all I think, dude. I think it would the be a dereliction of duty because like uh, the, the regular people that like go to college and go into the talent identification program, just they're like, they are not going to do business with Jeffrey Epstein. Like they'll do business with Jeffrey Epstein the way like Steven Pinker did, but <clears throat> they're not going to be like, yo, so-and-so is a pedo, you know, we're going to have to make our peace with it or like, you know, hook them up with whoever runs kids in fucking Miami or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you need like a, people who are fucked up and they're, they're not like applying to the honors program for the CIA. You know what I mean? So I really think there has to be somebody, there's always people looking for smart people willing to do bad things. And it's like, I just think that the, it, it's like crazy if people weren't aware of this concentration of like people from like culturally capitalized families with emotional problems that have revealed themselves in antisocial behavior because it's like, that's what they want. Uh, it's point basically, but just more extreme or right, shit. I said his name. God damn it, dude. <coughs> just making it work for me. Um, I'm not sure I agree with, I'm not saying it's true. A lot of the things that you just said, well, just like the, I, I don't even, I don't know. I'm really scattered today. I apologize. I like these are <laughs> great conversations and, uh, it's also two in the morning. It's not two in the morning. Uh, I've just had a long day and a lot to think about. Um, I said it on the other podcast. I lost my job last week, so it's just been fucking, you know, whatever. By other podcast, I mean it's just banter. We released a episode of the other podcast that I did, uh, the, that I do. Um, so it's not like it's something I'm hiding. I don't mean to be cryptic about it. Is it paywall? Um, huh? Is it paywall? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's the it's the first episode of the the week. Um. And I mean, I, you know, who the fuck even knows is that I just had a lot of shit going on today, you know, like I just fucking needed to go get my hair cut and get back for the recording. And I don't know. is that an interesting story? But for whatever if, reason, if I a feel listener could see your haircut. It would be <laughs> if uh, for whatever reason, I, I just I feel really scattered. I feel like when I'm when I try to like wrangle a thought yeah. that like it's just not going well for me right now. <laughs> um, but so I had other points to make. There were other. I, I don't really see things the same way, but I, at this point, I don't even remember what you said two minutes ago. It's more just the thing but, I thought one morning, just being like, you know, if I were in the CIA, I would have recruited at the TTI. And I've I just, just tried to explain my reasoning. That's really I just it. think that they wouldn't, like, I, I, I don't, the view that you and I have of the school and, like, the, the population there, like, I guess, I think that the view and I, you and I have is true. And so if something's true, then other people are capable of seeing it. But I wouldn't expect that's how most people would look at it. The, the, we're, we're the fucking rejects of society, dude. Like, uh, we're not, like, smarter. We're dumber. Like, we're not better. We're worse. Like, whenever the other... Whenever parents, like, are sending the kids and, like, going to visit their kids, they're not, like... Uh Well, I'm off to visit the group of uh, special individuals. They're like, ah, oh, these... Like... There's I no, don't know, like, man. This was like where they sent me instead of special programs because like they viewed it as like more extreme than special programs. And special programs is widely understood my entire life to be like the collection of the fuck ups and idiots. Oh, you know? I was in the Princeton High School straight up dumb kids class. 
<laughs> yeah. Like learning disabilities, like for real learning disabilities, like <laughs> we don't talk about college here kind of class <laughs> uh, for sure. But I, I mean, again, this is like a very specific memory, but I think there was like at least on some of the parents' days where we all had to read our stupid essays uh, or especially like the SAT talk. Um, and I remember like times when educational consultants would come in and Jamie had this little routine when I first got there where she had like the few kids that got good SAT scores at that time stand up and say it. And she, like her basic point was like, look how special these kids are. But no 1500s. And, well, not yet. Yeah, of course. I didn't even get to stand up. No one even knew I had talents. Not even sure that is one. But the last kid that she had stand up, she was like, and how many musical instruments can you play? And he was like, 25. You know, what? it's like, I mean, it could be true, dude. I mean, it's like, like I in feel like, what sense? Well, exactly. Like there are I can people, play an infinite amount. Like I know I can't, I have a guitar in my house. You know this. I, I can't pick it up and convince myself that I can play it. You know what I mean? My daughter doesn't even think I can. I could play the riff to damn I'm strumming it. Uh, but you know, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there, she definitely like her marketing instinct was to be like, these kids are actually really talented. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, but I don't think anyone at the CIA. No, I'm more saying like pitch. the kids that like as I was leaving that were doing laundry club fight club, laundry room fight club. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, get them. Maybe it's like Blackwater wants them more than the CIA. Like maybe that's like a better comparison for what I'm kind of getting at. <coughs> the kids that were doing uh, whatever. But it's like if I were running Blackwater, I would actually probably be like most of my guys are dumb and I need like dude, the kid that ran the laundry room would be so good at running a fucking like death ops unit like in fucking, you know, I don't know, Africa somewhere. Who are you talking about? Like he he actually was from Egypt. Uh so oh, that yeah, 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 imagine yeah, that yeah. kid commanding a Blackwater platoon. He'd be nasty. Uh, with the, the last I'd thing I would want to do man. in the world is <laughs> fucking go up against them. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. It would be an honor to kill for that man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do it. <laughs> for sure, dude. <laughs> Wonder what he's up to. Oh my god, he's the man. Oh my, he's the best. But anyway, I'm just, I did want to say, like, it he's is a little bit. the coolest guy in whatever prison he's in. <laughs> For sure. Just like he not, was dude. before that. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm thinking it. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. once you're in, it's hard to not escape the cycle. Yeah. But he's a good guy. I hope he, he is did. A good guy. You know, like, I could see him being, like, an extremely dependable, like, great father, you know? He'd be a fantastic father. Absolutely. Absolutely. He would cheat on his wife constantly. I, I'm not going with you there. <laughs> you don't think he would? I think that if he found the right woman, he would. Uh, no, he like told me. But he was like, oh. dude, my dad broke it down for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, armed with that information, I guess, I guess that's probably more than one can overcome. But <laughs> He's so funny, dude. <laughs> How's that? I mean, you know, whatever. I'm thankful that I never had my dad explain to me why cheating is good. No, that's not good, dude. There were kids at Excel, both of them. I, I remember when they both realized, like, talking kind of in between the lines. Like, one kid made a reference about a town in Mexico uh, that he went to with his dad. And then, like, about, you know, a place that was a whorehouse. 
And another kid talked about it and he was like, yeah, I went there with my dad. Like, or the kid was like, I went to that city with my dad too, you know? And then the kid was huh? like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's a real father, son, you know, good time. Like, and he's like, yeah. But it was like, what? Yeah. And like one kid was joking about it. What are the, the chances? Well, I think it was like, you know, it's pretty well known. Was yeah. It, was it like Tijuana? It wasn't Tijuana. No, it was like more nice than that. It, it, the way they described it. Like the city sounded, the name was, you know, it didn't have the connotation of Tijuana. Uh, it was just like, it sounded like a random Spanish name. But like uh, the one kid was fucked up by it. You could kind of tell, you know what I mean? Like, at least I thought, and, you know, it's not like we broke it down and had a big, well, yeah, like I, some strength kid was like, shut up. And, gone you know, to that something it. like that with my dad. I think. Yeah, man, would, it's no good. Yeah, well, dude, and, I, and I mean, kids are arriving here at 16, so he's younger than that when this is occurring. Yeah, yeah, and the kid who was talking about it, also his theory as to why he was at Excel, like when he first got there, when Jamie was like, you know, doing the like, why are you here? Because I'm a fucking piece of shit, you know, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, I am definitely here because I called CPS on my dad, like for sure. You know, so it's not like he was cool with his dad, you know what I mean? Uh, like so it's like a weird situation uh so yeah that's what i'm saying dude it's not good uh yeah. i'm not glorifying this guy's this father's wisdom but it is hilarious like just is the hilarious. guy's whole thing is so funny dude do you know what he said to me when he found out i had a brother <laughs> he's like you have a brother and i was like yeah he's like that's so awesome i was like yeah it's, it's cool uh, he's like I would love to just be fucking a bitch and my brother's fucking a bitch too. <laughs> Your classic uh, like Fargo situation. Yeah, dude. yeah that's it's like that is, can't say that's on the bucket list. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a nightmare, honestly, but I love that he loves it. He said it so fast, dude. It was so funny. Dude. God, I never do that one. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, great guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. He he never really shared stuff like that with me. <laughs> me either. Like not I, like I that. I think most people. Because I mean, I I had turned fifteen by the time he was there, but he was older than me. Yeah, yeah. He got there kind of late. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he had to do his CYA time. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. I think uh well I don't even remember how he left. Certainly before I did, but Yeah, I he was still there, I think, when I left. I took his uh he had a Snoopy shirt where mm -hmm. Snoopy had Joe Cool. Yeah, I had that one. Yeah, I, he had one and I took I it I to college and it had his name like written in the collar. Wow. Or his like nickname, you know, yeah, just uh -huh. the two two letter name, yeah. one syllable. Uh and I thought of him so fondly. I wore it to play basketball. I cut the sleeves off. Nice. Uh, and, you know, he was good at basketball, too. Mm -hmm. That's probably why I was so nasty on the, the pickup courts. Were you? Oh, I was the jeans baller that time. Mm -hmm. You know, that was pretty good. Yeah. No, I told you there was to one. To get a nickname with baller in it somewhere. That's positive. There was one time when, like, the local guys from San Antonio were on the courts. None of my friends were there. And I, I was fucking Allen Iverson like they, really? I, i've talked about it on the podcast i overheard the guys talking about how good i was i couldn't believe it dude i could not miss 
I got every rebound through. Did I, you just play a lot more there than whenever you were at Excel? I, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. By no offense, uh, none, but I don't remember. None taken, you being, dude. Uh, I was like, "What is going on, dude?" Like it was, it, it was a flow state. It was yeah. like uh, for real. I couldn't believe it. I was jumping higher than normal, like, uh, and I was like, I don't know. It was so wild. But yeah, I think I did. You so, know, are you familiar with the the cutting edge research of the hot hand in basketball? Tell me about it. So they found that when controlling for like shot difficulty, that people because this is always a, a analytics argument of like does momentum exist? Can you be like in a rhythm, or is it just like randomness? And like you know, if you take a hundred shots at some point, That's five of them no are way in, it's that. in a row are going to go in. Well, for a long time, that was like what the the, the scientists would say. Get better scientists. Um, well, we have we do now, and it's uh, that you definitely can get in a rhythm, but that it generally leads to you taking riskier shots, and so it bounces out. Yeah, or the rhythm just ended. You know. Well, like- I mean, like they can look at you know like. They they can like track on the court like how close your defender was like where on the court you are and that mm-hmm. sort of thing and like so they can clearly see like the you know at the beginning of the game whenever you haven't heated up like you're like ah that guy's kind of close I'm just gonna pass this one up and then like whenever you are like feeling it you're like fuck it I'm shooting yeah and sometimes and like eventually that guy like gets too close he blocks your shots he fucks up your you know he's got a hand in your face right like, right right um you know so it's it, it's it's not like that if someone's got it like you just have to pass it to them because they do start making non-optimal decisions but if you're controlling for the non-optimality of those decisions they are feeling it yeah 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 i mean i don't know if they've done any brain science on like actual flow states but probably right i mean i know they've done it in the context of athletics i don't know about this like nba question mm-hmm. uh so i don't know how it turns out statistically like strategically if it's like yo we've identified flow state parameters engage uh, maximize passes you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's like it definitely exists uh it's like your prefrontal cortex turns off and you're just like, it happened to me at Excel during SAT prep with quadratic equations. I just looked at them and I, my brain told me the answer. Like before Beautiful. I could think about it. And I got everyone right. And I'm not good at math like that. Like I can't do quadratic. I am, I don't like negative self-talk like that. I'm not like an idiot. I can do math, but that's not my talent. But it was like the way when you look at a collection of letters, your brain just says what the word is. Yeah, it was doing that, like looking at the quadrat, whatever the question was, like you know, and just being like forty three, or whatever. It was so wild. Like the yeah, way you pronounce this quadratic equation is forty three. There's an article that that sounds awesome. I've never it was had like that top quadratic equations. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fucking. It dope. was wild. Dude. I've never really had that experience. Um, there was an article I read about sports as a young man, where it was looking at like a kind of breaking down like a Tom Brady, like Tom was taught like, like people were asking him about his experience, like just what it was like to do his job essentially. And that's like almost exactly what he was saying, you know, just like, it's not like I'm doing, he wasn't really like the art, the, the author of the article was making the points of like what he's not saying here. Like he was just kind of like, 
you know i mean like he flashed and like i did it you know yeah of just like it's it's not like you have a mental like well it's cover two i mean like before the snap you are doing like it's cover two so this is going to be open whatever uh but you know uh they can try to disguise coverages pre-snap like once once things are going it's just like you know i mean like you definitely do on some level have to have an understanding of the architecture of the offense, but it's not happening like that. Like right, it is right. just like you see stuff and you do stuff. Like you, it's, it's not the like thinking part of the brain. It's yeah, the reacting exactly. part of the brain. Exactly. Exactly. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that shit happened more. Yeah. I mean, they, I always read like people talk about like ways to induce it and stuff, but to me, it's always like a, tell a, me, well, it's like a lighter version of it anyway, and it's yeah. like uh I mean, if you get high enough, it's kind of all you're doing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I mean, no, definitely. Like, yeah. it's affecting your prefrontal cortex. Schizophrenics have less of one. Uh, like, there's a theory that's why they love cigarettes so much. It's like, it's called hypofrontality. Uh, and... You can do it like if through creative rituals or like exercises, like you know, we've talked about like the impro exercise of like before you do something creative, you have to like for five minutes like dance around the room and point at objects and name them. But the only rule is you can't say the thing that they are, you know. Have we talked about that? So like, I don't think so. If we wanted to do like a creative warm up before the podcast to really get our flow going, like we'd be like, I'm for the listener pointing at the microphone, but I would be like salad, you know, and then I'd, I'd point at your foot and be like chair, you know, and like you just do that. So it's like you're turning off the the ego that's like I must knit, say the right thing. Interesting. You know, and just say, and you got to be fast so you're not thinking of like, what's the crazy thing that this isn't? You know, you're just like, wall, shit, that was the wall. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how good I am at the exercise. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, that's how hard I turn off the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but it's, yeah, it's not like the, it doesn't make you Tom Brady fucking, you know, reading the coverage like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember how we got started talking about that. No. But I don't know. Oh, dude, one time Sally actually, to get back to her, this was another Sally brag where I was like, this doesn't sit right with me. Like I, but I, it took me like until now to figure out why, but she was doing her like, until you've been sober 20 years, you don't get it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about the Jesus prayer as a mantra, you know, for the new listener, just saying, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's the full prayer. Excel version was much shorter than that. Uh, And we were assigned them like as punishments. You would have to write them out. But she was saying basically what the people who invented the Jesus prayer were saying, which is what like David Lynch says about his transcendental meditation mantras. Like it's just a thing you repeat over and over again to give that like word part of your brain, like a thing to focus on while like the expansive, like, but you know, kind of hidden parts of your intra conscious experience open up and you get like the expanse of your mind and like the oceanic oneness, like a psychedelic experience. And it actually, 
it reminded me of this. I heard fucking Sam Harris give it like talking about meditation. You listen to and a lot of Sam Harris? No. Uh, but I heard him on somebody else's podcast and somebody was asking him the exact same kind of question that this kid asked Sally. Like, how can we get these, like, I, you know, the Nirvana states that some of these AA books say we'll get when we're sober or like whatever. And, uh, like the guy asked Sam Harris this and I thought Sam Harris was more right than Sally. Uh, and I was like, that's kind of what bothered me about Sally was Sally was like, well, you know, I, one time I was sitting by a river saying the Jesus prayer. And before I knew it, I was in the river, like looking at myself, like saying the Jesus prayer and flowing with it. And like, all. and she was basically like bragging. And she was like, none of y'all are on that level. Like, you know, which it's like, I was like, well, I fucking come every night by meditating. So, you know, you can get on my level, Sally, but... The cult doesn't work like, if she thinks that, or if she <laughs> says that other people on her level, dude. Yeah, Don't yeah, take it no, exactly. But Sam Harris was like, it's not about that, dude. It's just, it's the practice and that will come and go, but you can't like try to chase it, you know? But I think it's like a little bit, they're both, it's a little bit in between. You know, you can't chase like those like wild peaks, but you can like create practices and spaces in your life where you can kind of like induce those traits, you know, to varying degrees of success, I would say. It's kind of like, I don't know. You know, I always wish that I, I just, you know, I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, my like ability to form positive habits. Yeah, I think everyone wishes they could do better, but mine's pretty singularly bad. You know, the, the teeth brushing thing was a thing for a long time, just couldn't really get in the rhythm. But now it's not. Uh, it's I don't like better. this negative it's stuff. It's better. It's better. Yeah, thank you um well i mean like there's a lot you know like the the stretches that you've advised like i wish i did them every day i haven't done them in fucking a year like that's all right <laughs> i mean like i know it's all right i just like it i wish that it were the case that if i because i'm sitting here right now i wish like the the uh hip flexor one that you swear by i wish i did that every day yeah like right now like that is my sincere thing in my heart i want to do that every day i'm just letting you know like i'm not don't let yourself say that day. i think is the first step is stop well, i mean okay so how about that? i just fucking observe that yourself. i wished that i did it yesterday and yesterday i didn't do it that's like, fine no, stop no, but, no but let I'm me just, stop you there let me stop you there you wish that you did it yesterday and you didn't so the next time you feel a desire to do it which is more likely now that we've had this conversation don't tell yourself I'm bad at doing habits or whatever. Just be like, that is the thing I want. And I'm allowed to want that even though I haven't lived my life as someone who always does this. Yeah, I mean, you can just like look back at what's happened before and kind of use it as a guide for what might happen next. Yeah, but it, it's not your fate. You're not doomed to it. I don't think you're wrong or anything. Like, you know, I, I appreciate your perspective. I'm, I'm listening and I'm taking these things in. I'm not rejecting them, but like... I am, you know, presenting my perspective, which is that like uh, you'd be foolish to be like, well, you know, I'm definitely going to do it all the time because I want to, you know, like I yeah yeah can just I'm look not back and see like it hasn't really happened the way I was intending a lot of times. Yeah. But the thing I was going to say is uh, the best like the thing that I mean, just you know, I don't have a pool, so it just doesn't happen that much. But I it, this isn't even like a. I have a chore that I'm setting out to do and I'm good at doing the chore. 
just anytime I do get in water, like what I want to do and what I universally always do is like float on my back and do it in such a way, like just to maintain buoyancy, you have to focus on your breathing, yeah. you know? Uh, and uh, it's just, it's just the fucking best. I just love it so much. Yeah. yeah. And um, in two days we're, uh, we're, we're taking the big uh, family trip to the ocean. Very nice. And I'm just thinking about it. Just because, you know, obviously salt water and uh, the size of the waves, it's much, much better than like yeah. any other kind of uh, floating on your back sort of thing. Of like then, like, like I like doing it in a pool and yeah, you know, yeah. doing it in the lake is even better than that because there is some amount of uh, wave in the in the lake. But yeah. whenever we're talking about fucking ocean waves, uh, now now it's now it's the good stuff. Now it's fucking fully. I no longer feel like I'm in my body. I feel like I am the fucking you know like particles flowing through. Like you're like just, Will Smith I, on I can't ayahuasca, wait, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Is that in his book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like took it and went out in the ocean and had the experience you described. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, edibles work too. Yeah, 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 definitely. And also, nothing works. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, just fucking do it sober. You're fine. I love. I'm. I've been like thinking. I don't know if it's. I think I may have made my peace because I really have. Like, uh, I know I say this a lot, but we're in a new era of posture right now. Like, mm. I've I've got a new alignment going in my right leg, and uh, like new tendons are kind of growing. I think, <laughs> like for real. I'm not kidding, dude. This happened with the hip flexors too. It's like because of the imbalances and just how long I went without uh, moving as much, they really are, I'm like a baby. I'm like Neo getting out of the matrix <laughs> for real. Like, uh, so I'm, I don't want to skateboard too much. Like I, the way you talk, it just always sounds like you very recently, like didn't know how to walk. Like, it like, feels like that every day. <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious like I'm, i was with you recently you were able to walk i only now I saw it a, i'm like a whole new man right now i'm serious i've known you for a long time at this point you've been walking that whole time yeah but not really <laughs> <laughs> i've probably been through five gates since you've known me as an adult i, I have say. no doubt that's true yeah, yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like so i i kind of like i got on the skateboard like maybe a month ago and ollied around uh and it was fun but i like i part of me wants to just fold like get a helmet and become a, a vert guy and then but part of me i just want to go surfing man i think it's like it just it's calling to me it's like low impact you yeah know, it's been that peaceful element of just waiting and sitting out in the ocean it's just so nice man i don't know i haven't been I guess I have. I went to the beach like in 2018. I guess that's a while ago, though. That's fucking ago. four years ago. Definitely. I need to get to a beach. Just man. Your daughter. Yeah, it's she needs pretty, to see the damn daughter. ocean. Yeah, no, Izzy loves it. Loves. Yeah. It. Uh, CC doesn't even really like wait. the pool that much these days. Um. Yeah. No. The closest I get, and I, ever since watching the popular HBO documentary, The Hundred Foot Wave, I have been like, maybe surfing's for me. Uh, but I don't live near an ocean, so I yeah. think, you know, there's, there's some, some hurdles, but, uh, the closest that I do get whenever I'm doing the, like, is I will, uh, just let the waves carry me in and like at the point that they're breaking, um, like if you just keep floating and just kind of like stay dedicated to floating, 
at one point you will like be on the top of one that's breaking uh-huh. and uh the the goal is to get it to like uh i think i've done like a turn and a half oh wait wait like a, a somersault or like a, a like roll. i'm laying on my back i'm like uh parallel to the shore <laughs> okay and so like as the say you're log rolling yeah 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 <laughs> I've never, dude. I grew but just up, like let I've, it carry you. Like I'm, I'm not like doing. I'm not like you know, like running and jumping in or whatever. I'm just, I'm floating on my back <laughs> and trying to catch one right that it'll flip me over. It's such a funny thing to do, dude. It rules. I've never, I've never, I've been to the beach a million times. I've never ever heard of that. I've never activity. seen someone else try it. Yeah, I've never. I'm just picturing you just out there. Just I just kind of landed on it naturally <laughs> last year. And I'm just letting you know it's my favorite thing. Because at first, when you were describing this, I was like, "TC, like, do you not know the term body surfing? Like, is this like? It's you know, not really that. It's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if it if there wasn't already a set thing called body surfing, you could just call this body surfing. Yeah, it's the same general thing of like trying to you know use the energy of the waves for your recreation, definitely, and self discovery. But if I'm understanding you correctly, like you don't ride the wave into the the like tide line, like the way you would if you were surfing, like you catch a wave and take it all the way into the ground, like that, right? Or like to the sandbar or whatever. You're just trying to get rolled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't like like are you riding like when the wave peaks you and rolls you, where does it leave you? more or less i mean sometimes you do it because the waves are breaking in like shallower areas like you know there's times where you're not like hitting the ground hard but like you hit the ground okay Uh, because like body surfing you're trying to like you paddle so to speak and you know like catch the wave you're not doing that yeah no because bodies i mean the biggest difference i my understanding body surfing body surfing (laughs) (laughs) yeah body surfing you're perpendicular to the right your body is like the surfboard yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. trying to like straighten Whereas your body this, out. And you're just like, you're trying to like be in the barrel. Yeah, you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny, dude. Like you it's just you're trying thing. to end up like in the in the you're interior of the barrel, by an actual surfboard, and just ride just ride that full barrel, like yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. it like as it's more or less making like a circle That's or like the, getting the, close to it. Excel theme song, the impossible dream, dude. I, I don't <laughs> like. I don't know if the physics get like. How many rolls you getting? I mean, I told you, I got about, I, I feel like a roll and a half. Okay, okay. And get it, like, uh, every day Woo! next week, I'm going to get a roll. Yeah, yeah. You got to GoPro that shit. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah. I can, I can work that out. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I got to get there. I do this every year. I say I want to go to the beach, but it's already booked probably, I'm assuming. I mean, I actually don't know that, but... This is a constant debate within my family. I'm not sure if this is, and it's also not really a debate because all the rest of them agree. And I'm just like, I don't know if you guys are right. They think that like everything for next year, like they're like, we got to get on next That's year. That's crazy to me. Right now. And I'm like, you're seeing like scarcity, but it's just because people have not like announced that they're going to allow their place to be booked right now. Right. Okay. okay, Like you know, on Airbnb, like you're putting a limit. Like there, like there's a setting. 
to like yeah, say, yeah, yeah, okay. you know, like you can book any time between the next year. You know, like if you tried to say like, I want to use your Airbnb 10 years from now. Right. They would be like, no. Shit, there's already gone 10 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, I, I think that they're just like looking and seeing that there's not many places next year. But I'm like, that doesn't mean that there's no places for rent. Like yeah. if you wait six months, it's not going to be like, oh, shit, they're all rented. Like yeah. more will have said like, okay, we're ready to take reservations now. Yeah, I think that's right. I think there's like pockets of scarcity, you know, but I'm not trying to go to the fucking Hamptons. And most of the time, I mean, I guess well, this is flipped by your real in-demand events where like they are going to sell out, but lodging, you usually want to wait. Like yeah, if you can try sense, and book yeah. a hotel like that day. Like yeah, the yeah. hotel people would be like, eh, well, we're going to get either this or zero. So we'll exactly. take those yeah i think i yeah i think we're gonna do something maybe in the next few weeks just see what's out there that'd be tight yeah hopefully uh i have not been maybe you have because i remember kids talking about it at excel but uh jake's parents got a place in the uh, Surfside that they uh say is quite nice yeah i've never been there i don't if i've been there i don't know it i don't actually yeah. know what that is is I, it galveston it's i mean it's like uh you know 20, 30 minutes from Galveston. Okay. Like further I, south down the coast. Got it, got it. Yeah, I always got the sense kids were talking about it, like... Yeah. In the in conversations about Galveston. Yes. Or, like, the kids that were from Galveston talking about whatever. Uh, oh, we got the Google Maps. Yeah, I can pull it up for you. It's somewhere down here. I don't know. Keep You can keep talking. Jamaica I think it's like Beach. <laughs> I think it's oh, what did I do now? <laughs> Anyways, anyway, yeah. So basically, yeah, Sally. What I found out from my confidential sources, I I think we've closed the loop on that. But I do just want to. I'm acknowledging now. You know, the trauma was the trauma. Did you finish saying whatever thing that Sally you were embarrassed for her about? uh not the tim p thing but. yeah the the meditation thing oh Brag, yeah, 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 bragging, yeah, yeah yeah meditation bragging yeah you're um right. you know i mean i don't mind like i don't know like i hate listening to people's trip reports and shit uh but i don't want to be like shut up about your mystical experiences but don't like lord them over people i think is the main thing mm -hmm. um but anyway, so fucking, I thought I was sending you like a bigger bombshell than I was, but I wasn't, but then I like did more research. So yeah, I guess I can just break down for the listener what I found out. Yeah. Um, but basically, okay. So we've talked about the Family Foundation School, which is a school in New York, upstate New York. It's closed. There's New York Times articles about it. Um and jamie uh sent her daughter to that school while i was there well were you were there too i mm -hmm. guess yeah uh and then also the yeah, other... was there when she got sent she came back i'm still here shit you were there when she came back what was that like of course. wait was i there when she came back also i don't know she was gone for like a year yeah, I think I was there when she came back. The program directors of that program thought like a year was an appropriate amount of time to send a child. My parents were more like three and a half. It makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. But what if your parents took you out of Excel and put you in family foundation school and you had to live with the people who ran it? 
Yeah. You know? It seems bad. You know, because that's kind of where, anyway. Uh, fucking, okay, so I found out that Sally lived in Hancock, New York in the mid-80s, which is the town that the Family Foundation School was in. Yeah. So this is more for the listener because you know this, but I. That's yeah, why sorry I like, to say, yeah, like that. No, no, no well, <laughs> my fault, dude. I'm just again, I just because I was gonna say another listener point, which is the Google Maps screenshot that I sent you, mm-hmm. thinking that it was like a like yo fucking done, I won the argument uh, with the 11 minute drive, but you were like, yeah, I know, I've always thought this, uh, which we've already recapped. But then, you know, so I was like, well, what is our actual contention? I think it has something to do with like the degree of consanguinity, you know, between Excel and and Synanon. Um, So I kept digging. So there, this is where, okay, so the first thing I found were Reddit comments. So I actually think those are more credible, but I understand be you know why the media and society has primed you to be you know you but you know even when i say it i'm like well the first thing's reddit comments it's kind of like you know it's not like a published journal or whatever but it's like what random person is going to write like 10 paragraph reddit comments about their experience and memories of the family foundation school you know what i mean that would be a psycho thing to do and how would you even go about doing that uh so our confessions was popping this weekend yeah yeah definitely but it's like it's not like that dude you know? no 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 you're right no i i, I wasn't saying I had to disagree just you oh, mentioned okay. reddit and so i was just i thought you were saying you like know. our confessions is obviously all fake but or not all fake but a lot fake some of them might uh, be fake i thought you were like trying to make the point like no no no, no, no. i'm sorry i i see time. how you could draw that but you're uh, much smarter than that point like <laughs> you know like so no, I, yeah. I was just much more uh i don't know distracted uh less <laughs> uh, less close to uh the, the point of the thing that you were saying yeah 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 so anyway it was just like a, a random redditor and he said that family foundation school was synonym like he was like i went to family foundation school and it was synonym see i think that's someone who's just being sloppy no because he went on to explain his thing okay go ahead so that's where i that this was the nugget dude all you need is the little fuck whenever you're doing research when i was doing legal research or anything i called it like i found the vein you know like you just need that little fucking glint and just like you keep hammering it and then it's like, this is the deposit like that I found, like among all this shit, you know? So this is what this person said. Uh, they were like, Family Foundation School started from the East Ridge Recovery Group. And East Ridge is all synonym all day, uh, like basically. And so that is where, because we were always like, Sea-Do is clearly synonym. Uh, but there's no Sea-Do Family Foundation School connection. Mm-hmm. But this guy says Eastridge was a Synodon offshoot. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm going to start looking up Eastridge, Eastridge Recovery Group. Mm-hmm. Eastridge was started by fucking Tom P, Sally's sponsor. That's a, that's a good, good little reveal. Yeah. And uh, so Tom P is this guy, Tom Powers. And he was like, 
he wasn't doctor quite Dr. Bob level, but he was big time insider with Bill W. But what a lot of people the don't know- The founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Right, right, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. And so Synanon is an offshoot of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, longtime listeners obviously know this, that became the model of- Kind the, of, right? It's it's not like uh, Dietrich was hanging out with Bill W. You know, like Bill W's in Cleveland. Dietrich is going- I mean, Dietrich's he's going from to, Cleveland. Is he? Don't sleep. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it used to be that everyone was from Cleveland. For dude. real. Sally too. Uh, you know, if you like, I just assume everyone who listens to this spends a lot of time on Wikipedia looking at the top 10 cities of population by decade <laughs> in America. Naturally. And if you do spend a lot of time on there, you will find some really surprising stuff. I bet. I bet. I mean, everyone understands that St. Louis, Detroit, and Cleveland used to be bigger than they are. Yeah. I don't think you've got real perspective on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, first, uh, stoplight. In all of America, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. First, just to give you a similar, uh, you know, like sense of scale, uh, the uh, Potsdam uh, plots in Berlin was the first one on the European continent. You probably think of Berlin as a pretty big city. I do. Definitely. Yeah. Um, God, where was I fucking going? Oh, uh, just Dietrich was going to AA meetings, like in the same way, you know, like, right. Like, I could go to AA meetings now, and it doesn't mean that, like, I'm connected to Bill W. I mean, in a cosmic sense, I am connected to Bill W., but not, like, in the, the regular sense. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, and so he was just the guy that was going to AA meetings. Right, and, uh, right. And thought that they wouldn't let people be mean enough <laughs> in, right, in the right. meetings. Yeah, was yeah, was like, yeah. well, I'll just make my own thing where we can be that we'll mean. We'll scream at everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's, like... A good that's a really good synonym summary, man. That's so like while that's happening, uh so synonym's happening in the sixties. Mm -hmm. So like in the fifties, Tom P is having a falling out with Bill W. Okay. Because Bill W became disillusioned with AA, like on and off throughout his life. Mm -hmm. And Andy did acid. And he did acid and they always was, be talking about that in AA. They do. And it's he, like the first, like, like, hey, dude, you want to hear something cool? Yeah, we were we were not allowed to talk about that at Excel. Blow your mind? Like, I think that actually may be why those AA history books, you have less of a memory of them. Because they talk the about kids the acid? Like, it says here, Bill W. did acid? What the <laughs> hell? Like, you know, I don't think like, I knew until I got take out. Take those books away. Yeah, it, was, it actually might have been. <laughs> real world meetings where it was like fucking, yeah, hey, do I you mean, know? He was, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh it was, I guess it's no different than now. Anybody who can, I can't take you seriously as a public intellectual if you are unpsychedelicized. Mm -hmm. And even when you're like Michael Pollan and you're like, I, I ate two grams of mushrooms with my coffee and I felt a lightness or like whatever. Like, I don't know if that's what he said. That's what I imagined. <laughs> he said, I just saw him on Rogan talking about coffee. And I, I was like, this is our national voice on psychedelics. Dude, like, I don't like that. But I feel like Bill W was in that like intellectual fucking, they were all doing acid like that. That's why like the MK ultra acid connection, it's more like their evil intentions. I don't know. than like the drug being bad, that's more of a hippie aside. But while, so while this is all going on. I finished the Netflix uh, CIA LSD documentary. I'm proud to say um, I'm so this, this real estate is so free. I don't even know about it. 
I think I talked about it. It was oh, really? called Wormwood. Oh, maybe. But is it good? Uh, I mean, I'd love to talk about it in a second, but not the brain in the middle is of screaming your thing. limited hangout. You know, of course. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. How, well, I guess it kind of has to be right because all the records are destroyed. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, like isn't it like MK Ultra records were just the only reason we have them is like one set of records like somebody just forgot to delete them think so but i i mean the vast majority like they just they succeeded yeah yeah for sure that's what i'm saying yeah like there's so much we don't know what do they do we don't know and we never will pretty crazy fun to think about folks exactly uh but okay so while like diedrich is kind of losing his mind like in the prehistory of synodon tom p is having a falling out with Bill W because AA is losing touch of its from its traditions and Bill W is serially cheating on his wife and Tom P cannot take it. The, hip, okay. the hypocrisy. Yeah, that's uh, I wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah, for sure. I don't support. I know. Uh and so he he starts a group called All Addicts Anonymous. And it's like, it's an offshoot. It's exactly like that fucking Prophets, Cults, and Charisma book talks about. Like, you know, he didn't like the guy at the top and the way he was doing things, especially with respect to the fact that he was taking sexual liberties, which is always the fucking point of contention eventually. And so he branches off and starts his new thing. And so what he says is basically what Dieterich is saying, that AA's gotten too soft, it's strayed away from the original principles. And there's a group called the Oxford group that Bill W was in that was sort of like a self-help group that was like an intellectual predecessor of AA. And Tom P was like, AA needs to get back to the Oxford group, like these four foundational principles and like these other things. And so there are groups like he, he but he moved his group to New York. That's what Eastridge is. And so the like again this is like when you were talking earlier i was like this is what i don't quite have that i don't have any evidence of tom p like being like yo chuck dieterich tell me about synanon i would like to continue your mission there are people on the internet being like when synanon moved east it was eastridge you know uh but i think more importantly just for like if you want something official i found a paper that a guy wrote for the British Parliament. Uh, and I think I sent you a screenshot from it. But uh, basically, and I found the article that he cited, but I just haven't read it yet. But um, so basically, this guy for the British government made the point that we've made and a lot of other people have made, which is like, you know, AA had some good things, good, and good things come out of it, but there are cult-like elements, like factions, that call themselves AA or, you know, that have it within the AA context. And in particular, there's one called Synanon. And, you know, it is taken over AA, most importantly, in the context where we are sending people like instead of jail, like basically Synanon has co-opted our government and we are now enabling them, you know, by uh, thinking AA is always good. And so he wrote this like long ass paper and so, and he, it's really good and really thorough. It's like hundreds of pages. And um, you read all of it today? 
No, uh, I skimmed it and control F. Okay. Um, but like, uh, I was impressed with what I read. Um, but he in it cites an article that Tom P wrote like in the seventies or maybe the eighties, uh, basically saying kind of that same shit, like AA has gotten too soft, AA, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's always getting but, too soft in some people's opinions, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Everything is. And you want to know <laughs> what else, dude? They're right. Yeah. For sure. And it'd be a but, failure of society if they weren't. These well, are always supposed to be getting softer, dude. No, dude, that's 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 not true. Things there's there's life is dude. supposed to get easier. It is getting easier. No, bro. You need to get more red pill TikToks coming at you, bro. We need no, do you even know about hard times create hard men, dude? Do you know about this? We're we are having is progressively less hard times. That's do, obviously true. Do I even need to tell you what kind of men they create? It's good. No. You don't want harder time. Like bro, you bro. would be much harder if like oh half God, your bro. fucking children died at age fucking, you know, like, but it's bro. not like good for people. Hard times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create soft men. Soft men create bad times. Hard times. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh you could have seen that on whatever board, but it's the it's true. total no fucking fear. nonsense. Oh, no, it's definitely true, but I, I don't mean to be too crazy, but it's definitely true because you have to be somewhat sociopathic, you know, to get by in the hard times and the soft boys aren't, so they don't. It's definitely true. It's fucking, dude, who did I watch True Detective with? Who like, keeps bad men at the door, dude? Not the soft men. Once they fucking like created toilet paper, it didn't go away, dude. Like It did for some people. Okay. Right. COVID? Do you not understand the point? <laughs> no, I do. It's convenient that that is what went away when COVID started. <laughs> like, but, it didn't go know. away for me, dude. I me was either. able to remember. You know, but I'm a, I'm a fucking hard man, dude. Okay. I killed somebody for my You're not a hard dude. man. You don't think so? Not at all. Bro, where I'm from, I would have to kill you for saying that, especially because we're on a podcast. I like you very much. And <laughs> I think there's a lot of cool things about you. You might get me killed saying shit like this. <laughs> The idea that now you're a weak. hard man. And now I look weak. Now I have to do what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a hard man, dude. Okay. I went to Excel, dude. I'm so hard. Oh, I did too. I can take any performance review. It's no problem. <laughs> All right. If that's what you're citing. Bro, there are people in corporate America that go to their therapist. They book extra appointments because their performance review is coming up. Like for sure. They need the extra support. It's, I'm not laughing at those people. That's just the society we're in. That's what I was saying. Soft times, you really can't feel bad for the soft kids. Like I read that book about the troubled teen industry like through the years. And like when you read about it in the 70s and 80s, you're like, oh shit, I'm a pussy, you know? But then when you read about it in the 2010s and the kids are like, the troubled teen industry is so hard. We only have Netflix on our phones, you know? And you're like, these kids are fucking pussies. But it doesn't sound like a cycle. It sounds like a progression in one direction. Well, so far, yeah. But I'm saying like, if you grew up as a pussy, then like little shit hurts you just as much as like really bad shit hurts somebody that's desensitized. Definitely. So it's like when some little pussy is really feeling bad because like they got grounded and lost their phone for a day or whatever, or, you know, I, no one, no adult should make fun of a kid in distress ever. But even like a, a young adult stressing about their performance reviews or whatever, it's like, that's a, that's genuine distress for them. Like, just cause it like seems small to a regular person or to hard men like us. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's just like when your kid is scared over a small thing, basically. They just, that is, it's like uh, the other office, Ed Helms, what's his name? Yeah, Andy. Mm -hmm. There's like, when in the episode when they're fasting to like do the lose weight challenge. Uh, it's like just a brief, like cold open, I think. And he's just like, they're all talking about how stressful it is. And he's just like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. Like, he's like crying, you know, he's like, this is so hard. And he's just like, I haven't had a very hard life, you yeah. know? Like, it's true though. Yeah. You know, no, I, I you don't know, feel bad for people uh, like that. This is an idea I've advanced uh, across a number of different podcasts for my entire career. Uh, yeah, the hardest thing you've been through is the hardest thing you've been through. Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I've heard you say that. Ever. Everyone, you know, like pegs it to that. And like, of course, objectively, it's like more difficult to see your family murdered in front of you than it is to like whatever the hardest thing is for me, you know, like going to Excel or whatever. But like, it's not really how the brain processes things. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So you got to be kind. Uh, anyway, I don't, oh, I don't know what we were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't have a fucking smoking gun like that, like of uh, the guy being like, yo, I'm starting Synanon. But the report says that tom p's writings were basically like synonym is the way like he was like this guy's writings are exactly what i'm talking about british government like here in appendix a who's saying that the guy who wrote the report to parliament he was like tom p is exactly what i'm talking about with so all you have is a, a british researcher i'm sorry i don't mean to say it that yeah, way but a, a, british researcher, a british researcher in his opinion the ideas were similar no he says the ideas were exactly the same and most forcefully expressed by tom p but like and, it's it's not like he discovered correspondence between tom p and charles dietrich no 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 okay that's what i'm saying unless that's like in the pit in the thing that he cited which i haven't read yet and i mean like, like even that is like charles dietrich talked to Tom P who talked to the people that founded the family school who talked to Sally. No, no, no. Family school is Eastridge. Like that is pretty clear. It's not like Tom P's the guy, cause there was a program director, a Jamie like figure of the family school. I'd, all right. Yeah. But that person felt about Tom P the same way Sally did. Yeah. It, okay. Think about it this way. If our friends, who worked and lived with Jamie and Sally, then started I mean, I guess if she's school. saying that Tom P is her sponsor. Yeah, like think about if our friends never left their orbit the and started to to a school. You know what I mean? Like, it would be fair to say, Excel alumni starting a school, that's kind of Sally's offspring. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotta be honest, dude. I uh, This is more than I thought that you would yeah, ever have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, I was pretty pumped. Yeah, I mean, if like if there is some like Dietrich and P are in conversation, and that she says that P is her sponsor, like that's you know kind of we're done at that point. That'd be pretty crazy. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna read this shit. Which you know it seems like we're not that far. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's again, it's like Fuck. It, if eventually this we find that like the CIA has been tracing our family's bloodlines, like you know since uh europe and the where this podcast even is still part of the experiment i'll feel very special but i can't emphasize enough that i do think this is grandiose but also interesting mm -hmm. you know but uh 
I don't know, man. I've been thinking a lot about being, whether you should be special or not. Guess where I landed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a choice? Exactly. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but does anyone, dude? I mean, I think so. I've been thinking a lot. Uh, did you see that New York Times article about the hearing voices movement? <laughs> no. Oh, my God, dude. Bro. <sighs> I don't even know if we should get into it. But obviously, you can kind of put it together what it is. It's caused quite some controversy in the mental health spheres, it seems to me. Yeah? Yeah, I think. But I, I like what they're doing. <laughs> um, can I tell you about this documentary? Uh, yeah, but what one? Wormwood. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the surfing one. You can hear about the surfing one, too. You're going to learn a lot about... <laughs> humanity through the surfing one i bet i've heard multiple people or maybe just you on multiple occasions talking about no it. doubt i've done it multiple <laughs> occasions but also i am going around asking everyone have you seen the 100 foot wave and I, at this point it's been creeping up really it's more people all the time interesting it's hard to know what hbo is pushing because i would assume that it's personalized the way that netflix is and stuff like that but i, I feel like it's pushing well yeah i was just gonna say they I'm, know how good it is i'm kind of thinking about it it's like uh when are we going to get to the era of like streaming classics? Like, yo, that was a classic on Netflix. You got to go back and check it out. Like there's this cool movie on Netflix that's now a classic movie that came out on Netflix. You know what I mean? It seems like the stuff's disposable more. So it's like you don't well, have to slow hasn't been creep. that long. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. When are we going to fucking get to it where it's like, I feel like there's you know, some stuff. There's so many like cool movies from the 80s that I I still don't know about. You know what I mean? Where, But I know there's a culture of the people. The new Arrested like, Development season was a cultural moment for me. I remember when it came out. I didn't even finish it. I was like, this. Yeah, this no, is other not people seemed to not like it as much I didn't as like I did. It. But I thought it was good. I didn't watch the most recent one, though. They like ran, ran it back and did another. And I yeah, didn't see I, that. I can't. I, I, I like did I like the know. first ones. There's just so much shit out there now. Yeah, definitely. You know? Uh, but, like, I don't know. I that Like, when you were saying it's creeping up, that kind of made me feel good because I was like, maybe it actually, there are things where it's like, because you can tell HBO is trying to, they think their strength is their catalog. And they're kind of right with a lot of stuff. But they're like, you know, being like, yo, young people, we got this show called The Sopranos. You've probably heard of it. Check it out. You know what I mean? But when are we going to get that for stuff that came out during streaming? Where it's like, this yeah. is the Sopranos of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. At some point. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten it yet. I don't know. It kind of depends on who you are. You know, like I'm sure Orange is the New Black is a big show for a certain kind of person. Ooh, that, yeah, that's a good one. That actually is a pretty good one. Yeah. Where it's like the next generation of people who like the medium find out about it from being like, yo, here's the stuff you got to check out if you're into TV you know, mm -hmm. and film, like, these shows, like, when is it going to be, like, they're all streaming shows, you know? I don't yeah. Know. I saw some article today, Netflix is done with vanity, expensive projects. I saw like that article as well. Did not appreciate that we're taking shots at the Irishman. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates the Irishman, man. Not you. It's the best movie. It's not the best, but it's good. Well, anyway. It's pretty good. Um, so, uh, spoilers ahead, but okay. in my opinion, 
For 100 Foot Wave, you should watch it twice. Okay. Every episode, immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, Wormwood, you're going to do just fine by me telling you what happened. That's fine with me. Yeah. I'm not worried I'm, about Well, it. I'm saying that more for the listener, because oh, I don't okay. want to just uncork spoilers with no no warning, but I also want to let you know it's like six hours of fucking, uh, whatever. I can't um, take that shit. There's like reenactments and stuff. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of the things that came out of the church committee, uh, the, the big investigation in the CIA, what, what, what started the church committee? Do you know? I think it might've been MK ultra. Okay. Um, well, yeah, the church committee just CIA starts in world war two in the immediate aftermath, uh, goes on, you know, fucking drunken, unchecked power spree for, you know, following 25 years, at which point they do do something so nuts that Congress <laughs> has to do something. Okay. And uh, that's the church committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that they are able to find, and, you know, whenever the church committees come around, that's when they destroy all the documents from MKUltra. Okay. And who knows what the fuck else, you right, know? Right, like, right, right, right. MKUltra is the thing you know about. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Have, have respect for the thing you don't know about. For sure. Um, Just in, looking at, at what the wacky shit everybody else was up to at that time. Yeah. Like everybody was doing wacky shit and they had unlimited money and And power. just the things that the CIA did do. Like what what about their person, the people running the organization, what about their personal experience would tell them that they shouldn't be picking the American president? Like- it's kind of irresponsible whatever not else. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we just picked 10 other world leaders. Like, those were kind of minor countries. Uh, this yeah. one's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this JFK fella really isn't getting what the program. He wasn't, to be fair. I mean, in some ways he was. It's kind of... Is that right? I, well, you know, you can paint whatever picture you want to paint there. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of information. You can arrange it the way you want to arrange it. Oh, uh, yeah, I wonder... You know, Nixon said, I think, I'm not... Did they force him to resign? Well, I think, uh, I, I see, this is like, I half, I'm half remembering a thing a moron said on a podcast, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I want to say there's like, people are, say that Nixon was like, yo, they told me basically, we're like, or no, no, this is what it was. Nixon, after he got impeached, would tell people on the on the low, he would be like, "I got JFK." Basically, like they were like, "Yo, we're, yeah." The all, the uh, the plumbers, like, I believe this is just like irrefutable fact. They are CIA people. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The, those are the guys that like did the break in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so yeah. the the story would allege, you know, the the conspiracy theory is that they did it to get caught. Nixon never ordered shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even that big of a like people did that shit all the time. Campaigns were constantly breaking into each other, like just doing hijinks, dude. It was like the CIA liked to do hijinks too. I uh, a professor in college told me they would like. He said it was like frat boy, overgrown frat boys playing pranks, like on a world scale. Like he was like, it was like they literally at times were like, why don't we put sugar in their gas tanks? Like, you know, but it's like, cause it really is like, you know, the skull and bones society. Plus the other thing is like, these dudes were like 22. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
we're so used to the gerontocracy that like yeah you yeah, know, yeah. Like that's Pete a great Buttigieg point judge seems too young which and you know obviously he just lacks gravitas anyway but it's like it's so weird to look back at like i don't even know this but like j edgar hoover was like 24 years old like heading the fbi like yeah. without a, a prefrontal cortex like those guys are still doing it you know not <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, but yeah, like yeah, close yeah. you yeah. know exactly um, the guys they trained are still uh yeah 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 knocking around um that's the, basically like the girl with dragon tattoo trilogy minor thematic spoilers is like the grand conspiracy within their intelligence unit is literally just a, like one 90 year old guy in a wheelchair and then like his one protege and they're like we have to keep killing people to like protect our secrets or like whatever and, you know it's like no the truth's got to come out yeah but, and it's like uh, they were trained by james angleton you know like who was like rcia guy i think well, uh, the CIA did feel that they had to keep kill, killing to conceal their secrets. Yeah, yeah. But, so, no, but Nixon said they were like, we don't do that. Like, it's like that got too much blowback. So now it's like, that's why he didn't get killed. Instead, he just got the, the push out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I know about that because of the Chapo book review of the uh, Bush family like okay. book. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it makes a lot of uh, explosive claims. Interesting. Are they true? I don't know. Might as well. Could be. <laughs> uh, and it, it traces a whole thing where, like, uh, I think Prescott Bush, not H.W., but uh -huh. H.W.'s dad, uh -huh. uh, is, like, the one in the meeting with Nixon whenever he's being, like, put forward to run for Congress in California. Interesting. And then is, you know, throughout the time, like, the guy, you know, he's Eastern connections with Texas oil money, you know, like, he's straddling those two uh -huh. worlds uh -huh. and uh, that those worlds are, you know, essential for the presidency and just essential for politics in general. Um, Interesting. You know, the, the, the banks and such of the East and uh in this this these new fortunes being made uh out in the gulf huh. and uh that he's he's the one you know in in, in this telling of, uh, by the book that's coming to nixon and being like well, listen man this is how it's gonna go that's you're, interesting you're gonna step down we're not like oh okay. in, in the way that i had this meeting to let you know that we were selecting you to rise i am in this meeting letting you know that that rise is now over yeah you're gonna be stepping aside dude you gotta watch secret honor dude yeah you'd love it dude it's like that's like well i don't want to give away too much but uh i'll put it on the list i have a list yeah yeah i think you would like it if you're a nixon head you would definitely like it um but so <coughs> the in the 50s uh there's a guy who fell or you know he he was in a hotel room it was high up the statler hotel in new york yeah yeah and i was listening to blowback about uh the cuban revolution uh-huh and the cia also comes up as like planning uh cuba related things in the statler hotel in okay, new york the one in new york not the one here okay uh so the fact that it's come up independently and it's not like either work cited the other you know it's not like in blowback they were like you know like in wormwood 
I just happen to be watching these two things. And they both mentioned CIA operations at the Statler Hotel. So something to flag for you guys. Yeah, and I think as you're doing that, I think that actually has more validity than you would think, even though it's just like, hey, these two things are similar. Because that's something crazy people do. It feels significant to me. No, exactly. And I think the CIA has way more crazy people than you would think. And so they are probably prone to those kinds of things too. Because they're they're like, they don't think like regular people do. That's why they're hiding all the time. They're aware that if regular people were aware of what they were doing, like they would tell them to stop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which uh, is why they must never know. Exactly. Um, But so guy you know he's he's in his hotel room and uh suddenly he's uh splat on the sidewalk interesting and the initial thing like the the guy who was staying with him i think what's this dude's name i'm trying to remember i've heard of this before it's uh frank something yeah and then it's his his kid is you know i mean now he's not a kid uh but he's Talk to extensively, you know, believe it or not, he's taken a real fixation on this case. Uh, and it's, okay. it's Errol Morris that's uh, doing the documentary. And okay. So it's like Errol and so the guy you know it's true. talking a lot. Okay. And then like doing reenactments and he's Ugh. talking to a couple other people. Uh, Seymour Hirsch comes okay. up, as okay. you might imagine. Okay. Known confabulous. Um, and uh, so... Uh, I don't remember what they initially tell the family, but like the guy who was in the room with them, like, you know, who like lives in their neighborhood, a close coworker of uh-huh. uh, this Frank fella who, uh, who perished is, you know, goes over and like talking to the wife. I think there's even some kind of implication. See, the yeah, problem something is something with the wife. Yeah. 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 Well, just like that, uh, the, like the guy like seduced the wife to some extent. I don't think the no. wife is accused of knowing anything. I think this guy was fucking all of everybody's wives. Yeah. Yeah, like if this is the guy I'm thinking of, I've because <laughs> I've been obsessed with this archetype since I read this book of like, like you said, where are they today? It didn't just go away, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's cult leaders, it's sure, but it's like, you know, it's that guy that convinced the whole family to sleep with him on that other Netflix one, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's where that archetype's gone. But like I read about some guy in the CIA that was dosing everybody with acid and fucking everyone's wife. Uh, That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was him. I don't. You know. I don't know. But um, the so the family finds out through the church commission that the guy was slipped LSD in the weeks leading up to him dying. Okay. Like that there was some party that they were all, or not even party, but like meeting, retreat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they were at, uh, like the, all the heads of, he worked to uh, Fort Meade, I think. Like okay. they're, you know, the chemical weapon stuff. Um, and I think there was some belief that he was like raising questions, mm-hmm. like maybe at this retreat specifically mm-hmm. or elsewhere mm-hmm. or whatever. Um and that you know they gave him a glass of water and it had LSD in it, mm-hmm. and that that like of all the things I'm saying here and that I have said, that's just 100. percent They admit it; it's true. Look it up. Like that's bulletproof. Okay. They 
like it's definitely true that this guy fell out of a hotel room window. Uh, it's definitely true that the CIA admits that they gave him LSD. That's all in the know. weeks before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, what your uh, court would call the what agreed upon facts. Yeah, yeah. The stipulations. Yeah, um, and uh, so you know, at that point. The kid becomes, you know, like, why are they doing all this? And they they meet with the White House. They're offered some kind of settlement. Uh, I believe they accept it. Okay. And you know, do this this whole fucking, you know, everyone's trying to like, can we show you enough power that like you're satisfied before we have to do anything that's actually uncomfortable for us? Yeah. Okay. Uh. And, you know, this is all that kind of stuff going on. But as much as that feels like a revelation, like an admission by them of like, yeah, you know, listen, we didn't want this to come out. But now that it has, we can tell you he was doing acid. And then he had this break where you jumped out this window. <laughs> and we're really sorry about it. Um, where it ends up by who, the end. Who gets that job? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I... It, yeah, I think it like, was so we uh, have an update. <laughs> the, um, what's his face? Uh, Cheney and Rumsfeld were prominently involved. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, like this. Nice. This was their level of task at that time. <laughs> like that, they were the guys like figuring out like what can we say. That would be so fun to be like low level CIA guys with your boy. Yeah, and I mean <laughs> that's that's not like they, they weren't working for CIA. That was like White House trying to manage, oh, yeah, you know, okay, okay, yeah. front for the Less government. Fun. I'm just picturing like two knuckleheads just going on like the low level missions, you know. They uh they so, really should like get us give us a department. Yeah, I was picturing like you and me being like, yeah. how the fuck are we gonna get these guns to Nicaragua? Like, you know, like <laughs> I got some ideas. That would be so sick. <laughs> um. But so, uh, you know, the guy doesn't stop there. He doesn't, he doesn't think that that's the full story, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to remember, I think that he takes something to Hirsch. Because he, he was like the son of the, the victim. At some point, Hirsch had like a, an impeccable CIA source that okay. was fully cooperating. And this guy told Hirsch to ask the source like a certain question. And I don't know if he even says, I don't remember if he even says how he knew to ask, like where his genesis of all this is, uh -huh. but where they end up, like the final episode is him being super pissed off at Hirsch that he won't publish his most recent findings Interesting. and then doing everything that he can to just get the findings out there anyways. Nice. And like Hirsch does sit down to an interview and, you know, he's not thrilled about yeah. this entire thing and he's not inclined to give up everything, but they are going to tell you the shape of it. Okay. And the shape of it is not like that the CIA made this, uh, you know, poor decision to illegally dose someone and then this, you know, accident occurred. It's that there was a widespread, somewhat common mechanism for killing any like state executions <laughs> of anyone who was going to dissent or like raise uncomfortable questions about what exactly they were doing here and that this Holy was shit. one of several examples 
Wow. you know, yeah. fucking like they like they had essentially had like a court, you know. Yeah, like, I believe that shit. They're man. going to like they go to the guy at the CIA like, yeah, I'm working with so and so, and I don't know, man. He seems fucking fussy about this shit. I believe that. And they're like, how fussy? And they're like, well, here's what we got. And we're like, yeah, you can kill him. Yeah, think about it like in Goodfellas, you know, the police department for wise guys, you know, it's just for people who can't go to the regular police. Yeah. So it's basically like going to your boss, you know, going to Tony or whatever, just being like, Tom, I'm fucking doing them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> that is fucking wild. That the, It's also wild because they're like nerds. Oh yeah, huge nerds <laughs> like that are just murdering people. Yeah, but it's like the Silk Road guy was ready to murder, you know. Yeah, and he's yeah, you're, the, the you're nerd a of all compatriot. Time. I wasn't gonna bring that up. Not my <laughs> compatriot, but is <laughs> a nerd. Uh, yeah, man, dude. It, it okay? Since you're my primary news source, uh, I'm trying to get all my info from podcasts these days. I'm trying to definitely like, good idea. Trying to read less uh when it comes to like current events um so all right i'm but i do get chatter you, you know i get chatter i'm getting a lot of chatter that there's something to the government was working up the buffalo guy like the buffalo shooter oh yeah the government was behind this they were working him up I don't know. See, Were they? I'm, you're my authority. I mean, I, I Did actually, I say that? No, I do. You <laughs> haven't, but I do think you would know that more than me, like if it were true. I mean, uh, I, I have not. With I'm all seeing the, the chatter. Anytime that there's stuff like this, I just don't dive in that deep. And like, Yeah, I don't either. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I'd, uh, I, on some level, like at some points I do, it does like become an object of fascination, like... But never to the level of like your full Reddit experts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Las Vegas shooting constantly has my attention. That one is a good one to ponder. Um, you know, like uh, the, the, at times I've like dove into this Uvalde stuff. I think that one of the things I've learned about myself in the, the wake of this is just how, like, I think that my delay in experiencing emotions is longer than the average person oh man i heard you saying that on ijb i was thinking a lot about that man i think that's pretty common yeah well uh, i mean i don't think it's the what norm. i'm observing is that it's not common. it's not the norm <laughs> yeah but i don't think it's a, as uncommon as you think but i think there is an element of shame for for it and i'm not saying you are ashamed or that you should feel ashamed i mean i it, think a lot of people do i feel a little shamed like it's it's like you're less it's like you're more heartless than everyone else is kind of the implication. It feels like whenever someone's like telling you about like, you know, how much they feel for these kids and I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm checking my heart and I I guess I don't love the kids. Like that yeah, doesn't yeah, feel yeah. good. Yeah. Uh but you know, I'm just letting you know today right now it's been a while. I feel like I do love the kids. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but I like it was just the back to back of that and the not to put them on the same thing um but uh the firing like it it uh, you know yeah me getting fired from my job i definitely like it what like i don't know i feel much more intense emotions today than i did when it happened dude you know? i've noticed that today uh i not, think it just takes complaining. a little bit for me man I yeah think i'm it the just, same way yeah like uh i think i've said on the podcast uh but my wife and i have you know I never know exactly who should get the verb here, 
you know, because I don't want to distance myself. My wife had a miscarriage mm-hmm. uh, before we had our baby, and I didn't cry for three weeks, and I I broke down because I like uh, finally called my mom. Like we didn't tell anybody, you know, for a minute, and I called my mom, and then she told me that before she had me, she had a miscarriage, mm. and I didn't know that. And that just like my knees gave out, like, but it was like a cumulative. It wasn't like, oh my God, my mom had a, you know, obviously it was like, I felt all of the grief that just had been kind of processing in an unconscious, like. That stuff is so wild. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's just like, so huge, but like, it's like you made it to fucking then without knowing. And like, I was definitely an adult before, like my uh, grandmother, that's, I, possibly more than one like definitely fucking thought they were gonna have kids that they didn't have you know yeah uh and like i don't know that seems like a big fact like i knew how many aunts and uncles i had like i don't remember not knowing well but like the aunts and uncles that did not occur i learned about when i was fucking 28 you know yeah people don't talk about it yeah it's so common and i mean like how would it come up on some level you know well until you're like, and I'll tell you, at, after it happened, it does still make people uncomfortable for sure. And especially. Um, it's not a fun topic. Yeah. And like women who are pregnant don't do well with it, a lot of them. Like it's almost like sure. they, they like yeah. think it's contagious or like they. they I wouldn't want to hear about it. It's like when you're pregnant, your brain seems to like reduce some of your concerns naturally to like you're you're protecting this life inside you uh so like that's where i vibe with pregnant women they're the only people who have like smell sensitivity on my level like i'm serious (laughs) what a claim like uh no for real like uh natalie always made fun of me until she got pregnant and then she was like noticing things that i was always complaining about uh and like in conference rooms at the law firm i would get like i would lose my shit and like like when we were holed up on those big doc reviews and stuff, mm-hmm. like people putting food in the trash can, mm-hmm. uh, like I would like in, immediately be like, that has to leave the room. And the only other person who ever like vibed with it was a woman who revealed that she was pregnant while that was happening. So those are my two pieces. And then reading about it. But the only reason I bring it up, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make an empirical claim. I got cheated out by smart. a guy at work for leaving food in the trash i wonder if he was pregnant i mean well he could have you know autism is a sensory processing disorder and boy that's really clicking some things into place you know and then it's like you got the emotional dysregulation on top of that and you've got a sensory overwhelm and yeah like, that makes a lot of sense because i do like i like the guy like he, he was always kind of shitty towards me but i'm like uh, something about him i identify with <laughs> yeah 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 see dude there was a guy at law school that hired clerks every year and he was like a legend he was they just called him fragrance free because it was like in the job posting he was like do not even apply to this if you use scented laundry detergent like for real like he would fire people for like wearing deodorant and shit like or for not wearing it like you know like i don't know if that's if it's his office you know like he's got to make a living in this world well they do too no i know but i'm saying he had to go start a business because like it's that hard for him to be around smells 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just can't work anywhere else. Yeah. But like a tightly controlled sensory environment. Are you positive that's true? Well, but okay. So that's kind of what I, I was going to say. Or like, is he uh, someone who's just kind of let himself run wild a little bit? Well, when you don't grow up learning that that is like a valid way to be, and every time you express an extreme emotion, everyone's like, just deal with it. You're making a big deal of it, but yeah. it actually is a bigger deal to you. Like it forms your personality and it like fucks you up. Uh, that's I why I like- with that. I don't mind the, the pendulum swinging to like the kids on TikTok being like, I love being mentally ill and having autism and like whatever. Like it's not good for a lot of people that have it. That's what this hearing voices movement controversy has kicked off. Like the discussion of like whether you should think you're special if you have a mental illness or not, which is not what the hearing voices movement is about, but it seems to be what the discussion has like become. Because everyone's a fucking Yeah, I don't know if it's the mind. mental illness or not. I just know that I am special. Uh, you are special for sure. Uh, it's a mental illness to think that you're not, dude. You're God's creation. Like, what could be more special than that? God? You know what I mean? That's the only thing. You're silver medal to God, dude. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I don't know what I was saying. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't deserve that anyway that I just said. I think uh, I think we've uh, if we start talking about this now we've buried it sufficiently deep in the podcast that I might have some expectation of hiding it. <laughs> I uh, I got into a fight with my family this week. Nice. I mean, <laughs> what kind of family? What kind of fight? Yeah, my parents. Okay. Okay. Uh, it just it's been a long time since like. I pissed my mom off enough to be yelling at me and then like she leaves the room and dad like fucking it's like his turn to like, yell at you why are you fucking making your mom get that mad okay okay he wasn't really yelling I don't, he was talking more stern than he's talked to me in several years okay what the fuck man what happened uh I don't know I I feel ironclad in this and like, I don't want, you know, I'm not going to let this be like governed by my, uh, uh, I don't, I'm not sure it makes me look great and that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's not, all of it's like extremely low stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, it had the feel of a classic middle school fight because yeah. like all of those were also low stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't feel um, that way at the time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if I, I'm going to take the long way around. All right. Um, I hope <laughs> you don't, uh, didn't expect the podcast to stop doing that now. Yeah, no. Um, so, uh, Jake was going to rent a boat on Sunday. He rented a boat on Sunday. Okay. And so I told them that like at the start of Memorial Day weekend, like Jake's renting a boat. Let's take our boat go to the same place time up have a good time sure okay and so sunday morning like i had said that to everyone and they were all like love it so sunday morning rolls around and i'm like you know when you guys want to get out there and my mom's like well we told the kids we could go to the pool instead <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> uh but like we we work it out you know like that's not the fight but why 
I mean, not why did you work it out? She, her explanation was that whenever I said that to her, she had previously made a promise to the kids to go to the pool, and she thought that it would be easier to talk them out of that than it was. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, with all this stuff, like, I feel the right to, like, you know, whenever I put it, like, my way of, like, you know, fucking, you said that we could do it, and then you're, like, suddenly changing. Like, I feel like I'm valid to be, like, sure, 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 you yeah. know, whatever. But, like, I also see her thing. Like, you know, it's whatever you explain it. the craziest explanation I've heard. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, I see how that happens. I probably would have thought I could get you know, Honestly, it's kind of embarrassing you. You couldn't fucking talk the six-year-old out of it. But, you know. I got it. Yeah, well, I. They do tend to be stubborn. You I know I'm more of a pool guy than a boat guy myself. That's not even you know? close to true. What are you talking about? You love the boat, dude. I also love the pool, though. We got you on the boat for five seconds. You wouldn't stop talking. The boat Rightfully was so. I want to buy a boat still because of that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but it's like you got to, the pool is just easier to me. Like if I, Much easier. I, I can see how the kids prefer the pool. But the fucking, it's worth it. You know, I, I don't know. The kids, they like the boat? Uh, Izzy loves the boat. Okay. The other kids have never paused I think they like the boat. I mean, I always liked going on boats when I was a kid, but it's like it's not like you can drive it. I think Izzy likes going fast, and yeah, like yeah. likes the wind in their hair and like yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. you know sensory. It's good. It is pretty fun. Yeah, it is a good time. I can't deny that. Um, so we get back, you know, we do whatever, uh, you know, go to dinner, like you know, just a bunch of stuffs happening, and also yeah, yeah I don't, so. Definitely, whenever we're out on the water, like I am fucking getting relaxed and conversational, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, after we come back from dinner, uh, like, I'm in the middle of doing some shit, which I didn't even think to, like, mention that. But, like, that, it was a classic, like, to any reasonable person looking at me, would they be like, oh, I can't interrupt him. He's, like, doing, of course not, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was, like... Uh, you know, like cutting a piece of cake or something, mm -hmm. <laughs> you okay, know? Okay. But like, I did have the feel of like, they are uh, not respecting my hyper-focus. Yeah, yeah. You know? Ooh, I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, I didn't take to the suggestion kindly at all uh, when my mom was like, you know, the cover's still off. You and your brother should go and like put the boat cover on. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's. The, I'm already being like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, we're here. <laughs> Bet <laughs> you. Yeah. And so uh, I don't think I will. <laughs> I, uh, I, she said something like, I think it was, she wanted like me to go tell Daniel or something like that we were both going to do it or I something. I just don't like that it has to be right now. I don't like you that. No, I don't mind. The boat's got to get covered. I mean, I didn't like the whole thing. But, like, I just, I, I wasn't like fully thinking through all of my, you know, it's not like I was trying to come up with like well defendable positions. Right. I was just like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like doing that. Fair. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I walked over to, uh, to Daniel. It was just like, uh, mom says she wants to put the boat cover on. <laughs> I don't even think she heard that. <laughs> um, but so like 10 minutes later, I'm like on my computer and she's like, you really oh, no. not going to do it? And I'm like, no. Oh my God. Because at that point it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I just, I, so 
obviously I can see the version of this that paints me in a real dipshit light of I mean you're I'm out here it. driving it's my the parents version you're telling. Huh? it's the version you're telling yeah <laughs> like yeah I'm like I fucking... relate to everything you're saying but it's yeah like, yeah well I'm trying to be honest I also was you know to <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um yeah just you know fucking out here using my parents boat and then being like fuck you i'm not gonna cover it <laughs> cover it for me <laughs> and so like i i fully understand how you could uh you know like paint things that way uh yeah, and yeah. if you want to that's fine you know like i it's okay with me if the audience doesn't like me yeah um but but, <laughs> but how I felt uh, was that, like, this was in the same, like, I just, even, you know, this is before, like, it's really starting to, like, the clouds are gathering and the classic uh, seventh grade storm is brewing. But, like, I already felt it, you okay, know? Okay, Like, I, I felt the exact vibes of, like, their fucking, you know, they expect me to do things and they're not interested in bargaining for my consent. Like they just, yeah. they expect to have my consent. Dude, and like, you know, this they, is like reminding me exactly of the fight I got in with my parents after I got fired. Yeah. Like ex the reasons you're saying are like exactly the same. Like, this is interesting. They got a boat? No boat, but I was at their house, like yeah. using their resources. Uh huh. And the fight that we got over was, Actually, it did involve a boat. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, because uh, my shoulder hurt, uh -huh. you know, and I, I wanted to bring my lug. I was going to New York City, mm -hmm. and I was I wanted to take an Uber and then the train. Yeah. And my parents were like, no, we'll drive you. And I was like, okay, you know, because my shoulder hurts, you know, like I don't want to be lugging luggage, you know, like you don't have to do that. Cause you know, the way they drive, they want to park somewhere like da, da, da. And then they're like, no, it's okay. We'll drive you. And I'm like, okay, but I'm just going to get out and get an Uber to the hotel. Like when we, you know, get to New York and then on the way there, they're like, let's take the ferry. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude, I have so much luggage. Like, but they're just like, it's a nice day. You know? So I'm like carrying like three armfuls of luggage like onto the fucking not the staten island ferry but like whatever the new jersey to new york ferry is and so you then, don't just drive the car on no like because we're you drive the car to the ferry station in new jersey park there and then get on the ferry okay take it to new york and then you know it's like a commuter you know thing for people in new jersey yeah um so but like my dad likes it like he just you know it's like trains, but for him. I like you know. fairies. Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. But it's like, you know, that what you were saying, like I'm in the car being like, I didn't agree to this. Like this is the, my person being like moved against my will and my shoulder fucking hurts and I'm gonna have to lug luggage all over fucking Manhattan now, which I did. Uh, and it's like, I'm, I, I'm fucking 13 years old again like i don't have bodily autonomy like how did i get up in this position like and i felt that same like feeling of like being young like and just being like fuck you like i i i, I didn't just feel that way like i don't think i said fuck you but i was pretty pissed dude anyway i don't mean to no no, no. In, but no i'm just see, saying like of course it's the exact period. vibe <laughs> like i, yeah. I wonder 
Like, uh, <coughs> anyway, so did you cover the boat? I think you know that I didn't. <laughs> really? I was about to, I didn't know. I was in suspense. <laughs> so I was like, is TC going to be ashamed if, like, if you did cover it? I, I guess that is the answer. Because so I was like, uh, did I just put him on the spot? Like, if he did cover it, are you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you would be like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, We've come way too far for me <laughs> to ever. Like, I wasn't doing much kowtowing then, which, like, you uh, know, yeah, led obviously. to me going to the school. But, uh, you know, never again. Okay. Like, if, I, if I'm, if i and that's, kind of, that's what I was, like, you know, uh, if we could fast forward a little bit, then we'll go back. I, I eventually was, like, tell, like, you know, I'm just letting you know. If I ever feel like that, like, might as well stop attempting forward progress because it's not occurring. I'm yeah. not like I just you know I've made a promise to myself it will never be broken. Uh, like if I feel like that, I'm shutting down. I'm done. Like no one controls me again. Like well, I think yeah, I think that's actually probably more accurate than you're giving it credit for. Like when you are feeling like that, no one is, no one can talk to you anyway. You're like in a brain, a self state that's like before the part of your brain that someone could talk to was really kind of in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because when we were like 14, 13, 12, like the primary act out years, we weren't even 14, 13, 12 then. We were like six, seven, eight. You know, that's why we got sent to Excel for acting like eight year olds, not for acting like 14 year olds, because we had, you know, coping mechanisms from then. That's what I was saying about the emotional uh, like delay. I think if you're in an environment, where a certain set of your full sp spectrum of emotions is unacceptable to express outwardly, you as a small child learn to police yourself. And the way you do that is by repressing your thoughts. And eventually that you become so good at that, that it becomes unconscious. Yeah. So like, you know, like uh, there's like preoccupied, uh, disorganized or like, a, you know, there's, oh, insecure attachment. So there's like preoccupied insecure attachment, which is like the people that are not secure. And so they're constantly like, where do I stand with my parents or my caretakers? And they're clingy and codependent. And then there's the rejecting, like avoidant uh, insecure attachment. That's like, my parents are so unreliable. I don't care about them. Like I've, I've made my peace with that, you know, and moving through the world by myself. But both of them, are needy, you know, but when they, they've done studies and the like, uh, the codependent, like insecure, like clingy one, when you're asking them and like monitoring their, their brains or whatever, like, and you give them evidence that their caretaker like is not interested in them or is or is not coming back, like their brains go way more active than normal. But if you look at the people who have coped with it by just like turning off the part of them that wants love, because it's like when they've expressed it, they've been ignored or even worse punished. It's like they get less activity. So like they respond to the stimulus that makes them feel the prohibited emotions by toning it down even more, like in terms of their emotionality, like they double down on the defensive strategy. And so when you were saying that on IJB, 
it did occur to me like, you know, I, it's not like either of us got sent to Excel for like crying too much about dead kids or whatever, mm -hmm. but definitely for like being too extreme in how you express your emotions. And so, I mean, definitely in my experience too, like it really resonated, like, but I think that's some of what that delay is, is you eventually start repressing whole like sectors of your emotionality and they don't go away but they're no longer part of that top level conscious thoughts because you don't have anything to do with them, you know? And like, we're not really supposed to cry anyway, like as men, you know what I mean? Like, I guess now that's kind of changed. You get mad cred for crying. Like you get clouded up for crying now, I think if you do it I'm right. I'm pretty fine with not crying. You know, but yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to be like a bitch or whatever, but it's like, if that's real, like, you know, any of that patriarchy type discussion is accurate then it would make sense that we all have some degree of repressed emotionality at an on an internal experience level. And so it does make sense. It's not like it's not happening, but it kind of like, it, it can kind of hit you in like a concentrated like burst uh, that can be really intense because number one, you're not used to it. Number two, <clears throat> it's like a buildup of fucking 10 years of like, you know, subconscious, like lower level functioning, like popping out, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I just, it really, really resonated with me. It also made me think of uh, the Camus, the stranger, because, you know, that's, you know, that novel. Uh, I'm aware that it exists. It's like, uh, I think it's about an autistic guy. I mean, it's supposed to be like an existential classic or whatever, but uh, he, you know, he gets convicted, I think of like shooting an Arab guy on the beach uh but like a big thing and it's the first sentence of the book is like uh, mama or maman i think because it's like french but like maman died today uh but and, and, but he's like or yesterday i i don't know you know which is like already you're like what the fuck like you know but like later in the book i think as part of the judicial process they bring that up like as evidence and they're like this guy's not human you know what i mean and it's like it's not true. He is human. He's just a different kind. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you should have shot the guy on the beach, but like, uh, anyway, that's how that's, did you shoot someone on a beach? That's just my experience listening to IJB at all times. Just constant threads of world literature and <laughs> philosophical points coming up. No, but for real, I mean, I forgot. The thing is, IJB airs so much more frequently than Life Skills now. Like, I I can never keep straight. And it's only going one way next week. Wait. I'll, oh, nice. We'll, I'll probably record remote episode IJB, but. We don't do remote life skills? Dude, no. remote life skills would be sick as fuck. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I think it would be such a lighter tone. I'm going to be looking you to know? get inside that barrel. Be dude. like, yo, what's up, TC? Yeah, I'm having you turn the laptop around, showing me the beach and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. Not doing it. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Daniel does get up and go down there, and well, I've yeah, he didn't get sent to Excel. Put the cover on many times, <laughs> and every time, more or less, it's been by myself. Like I think I've done it with him like once or twice. Okay. I'm sure it would have been fine, but like I think of it as like a solitary task. Like like I yeah, and this is this you know in some ways just I've never once to, like, thought to help you with it i think I yeah think no and i if you'd yourself. asked i would have asked you to like not yeah because that like been I the just, right call. it would have taken more time to explain to you what i what needs to be done than to like yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. do it so i just i like doing it you know like i can tell it's fine 
Um, and uh, so, so in my mind, whenever he walks out the door, it's like, okay, this is done. Like, this wasn't the best wasn't way perfect. to handle everything. I, dub's a dub, dude. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really call it a dub. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't excited about how things were unfolding. wasn't wasn't in love with. Uh, you know where where I was at, but I felt like I had a lot of bad options, and I was picking the one that I could live with the best. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that um, sounds right. But uh, you know, as 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 we discuss later, I guess it is more customary uh, that my mom usually puts it on with my dad, and so in her mind, it's like uh, okay. a, a, a group activity. It's making sense. Uh, so she's not dropping it. Uh, and she's that this is the point at which she's starting to raise her voice, okay. Uh, and then, like, finally does just like leave to go down there and like uh slams the door on the way out, okay. Nice, and uh, you know, and that and that's the point whenever dad's like, Well, what are you doing? <laughs> tag team time. Um, and he's like, she asked you nicely. I'm like, she's yelling and slamming doors. It's not nice. True. And true. she's like, well, uh, you know, whenever she started, it was nice. Like, it didn't feel mm. nice to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, I also, also fully stand point. on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're spitting. Like, That's it's true. not like she That's was true. yelling then, you know. Like, I understand his point. But, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I hope he understands mine. Uh and then he and the said, fact that it came to you that you not like that this was specific. I don't know if it was relevant, but this this fight happens a lot in my life, and I think this has helped me. Like, if I come to you and you tell me what I said to you felt mean to you, that doesn't mean that I'm a bad person or that I if I didn't have mean in my heart mm-hmm. to my conscious awareness, which is important, like to remember as a qualifier. Mm-hmm. But like, you can still be right. You know what I mean? Like, your mom could have thought she was being nice, but the I'm fact sure that, that it, yeah. But if it doesn't land that way with the person you care about, you should want to hear that because you want it to land the way you wanted it to, which was nice according to you. You know. So if the person is telling you, "Hey, it wasn't," to me, it is not time to escalate. But. It of course brings a defensiveness, you know, kind of for the same reason. And then it's fucking World War Three, man. I mean, I've been there. Like the the in particular, I was nice. I wasn't the one that started it. Is like to me just so pernicious. Like not that it, not anyone is being bad or like evil, but it's like a a cognitive like booby trap. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or like an emotional one, kind of. Yeah. It it, it goes nowhere. <laughs> and. It's so com- like uh, I, it's a common part of the previous fights that we had prior to uh, the Excel yeah. experience. Um, the, the the I've already asked nicely. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard that, uh, and 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 none of them that I was I like. Oh well, you know, they True. did ask nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, I'm like, it didn't feel nice to me. And uh, he was like, who made you the top of the triangle? Like, why do we have to convince you of this stuff? And I was just like, I'm an adult. I'm the top of my own triangle all the time. And if you want me to do anything, like, you have to get, like, uh, you know, my will is mine. Like, yeah. And I don't know. That was, that was kind of the end of the discussion. 
uh, went upstairs and I went to bed. Um, and then the next day, uh, you know, I, this is all happened pretty early. So it was an abnormally early bedtime. But okay. It was just kind of like, I don't know, it was a lot of activity. So I was sort of exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, I woke up not before the kids because, you know, the fucking kids. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be watching the really? cartoons at like six. Really? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what time it starts, dude. I'm not See, up yet. My daughter slept till 10 today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking rules. I'll throw in mine in the first round pick. Will you take the trade? <laughs> it is nice. I will admit. If she ever hears this, I want her to understand that that was a joke. Yes. Um. So, uh, you know, I just kind of, like, I you know, did the thing, like, made sure the kids had what they needed to have. I think, like, my brother came out at some point, and so I just went out and I was reading, I've been reading the SNL uh, okay. oral history. Okay, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Fun little read. I'm sure. A lot of cool stories. I bet. Uh, they got to update it for this era. This yeah. Is, this is the new legends. So it came out in 2002, and then they updated it in 14, I think. Okay. So they needed to do it again. Well, yeah. And Skeet's leaving. And so Skeet's I think leaving. that's a good yeah. era. That's the era. Mm-hmm. I like it. I've seen a lot of a lot of Skeet's episodes. I got to say, you know, I'm not the biggest Skeet fan. Well, you know, obviously not. You know, not even because of that. But I liked the movie, though, a lot. I, I liked the movie a I lot. I thought it was good. I liked his stand-up. I haven't seen too much of it. The Like half of it is just like one story about how Louis C.K. was a dick to him interesting so i was gonna say there's an aggression to pete davidson when he's like not doing scripted stuff there's like a hostility underneath that i'm positive i'm seeing something that i don't like about myself yeah uh, but it is that is it like i when i see it i don't like like i, I don't like it yeah yeah no it's fully there in the stand-up but i would still recommend yeah yeah it's good stand-up no he is funny dude i mean i think that's the thing is like i picture him i'm but like if we like were him. in a room together he would probably say some dickish shit to me that and right. he's for sure funnier than me like he would oh, i'm not just giving that up i would just be like i would make some comment about his dad dying in 9-11 or something and then he probably would be have than that a hundred things to say to that yeah you know because like probably he's provoked people into doing that like, every day yeah for sure like you can't win with this guy you just can't and he's fucking he's sleeping with my wife <laughs> <laughs> no um, but seriously but uh sending kanye the picture and being like i'm in bed with your wife you know and also sending mac, mac miller the pictures of him and ariana allegedly mm, like mm, right before mm, the, yeah. the the death there that's that's two i'm not three i think is the real troubling trend number. Don't think that we have to wait but for three. There's something about really uh, being just like, the first one. I would say that I I, I tripped over the line. It was yeah. over the line to me. And to be like, is it? Your, then he did it again. Is it your thing to like link up and be like the guy's fucking dead? The first one he did it to. Yeah. He's just like fuck it, doing it again. Yeah, and then it's like, but I don't know. I mean, he's a mentally ill guy, according to him. So like, I mean, I don't mean to say that he. According to him, is not to suggest that I disagree. Mm -hmm. but like because i was about to say i don't know i just don't like that i you know there's something about that where it's like 
do you really love Ariana or Kim, you know, or is this like, is she a fulcrum in some sort of dominant struggle? Uh, which, you know, I don't know. That's a just, good question. Just doesn't sit right with me. I, I hope don't he's like asking it. himself it. I doubt it. You know, I know he listens. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Who do you think the most famous person to listen to life skills ever? Probably easy. Trey. Uh, the answer is easy. It's me. <laughs> as good as I well, you've never listened to an episode, have you? All of them. Really? No, not all of them. Okay, a lot of them. I think I knew. Oh, that, this is the last one. Last no, one was a banger. Last one was good. I liked it. Um, but yeah, so so I was sitting outside reading the book, and like uh, you know, my mom came out. Yeah, yeah, and uh, said she wanted to talk. It's nice. Clear the air a bit. Okay, and. I'd certainly like, I was pretty stressed at that, but not stressed, but like I was, uh, what's the word? Like I want to say foreboding, but that's not it. There's a simpler word that means what I'm thinking of. I don't know. It's anxious? Very, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was anxious. Uh, that like they were going to expect me to apologize Okay. I think I was so anxious about it because it seemed an obvious enough thing to do. Yeah, yeah, fair. But I wasn't going to do it. Okay. I was fully dedicated to like, you know, like, because it's, it's, there's always two ways of understanding these things, you know? It's like, is it cool to use a boat that belongs to someone else and then refuse their request to put a cover on? Of course not. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's tough. Like if, if you, you should apologize for that. But what was happening yeah. was that I was like, you know, having fucking tensions flared about, you know, decades of treatment. Right, 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 right. And I'm not going to apologize for trying to work through that in the way that, you know, like feels best to me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. I think it'd be a real setback if I was going to apologize for that. It would, it would be giving a false impression that I intend to do something else in the future. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I tried to communicate that as best I could. And I was really appreciative uh, that both her and my dad definitely uh, were not, like, going out of their way to, like, fish for the apology, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, it, it didn't seem like that they were, like, viewing things. It, like, the, the two ways of talking about it that I just discussed, they could definitely see the first one, but, like, uh, they could kind of, like, uh, see off in the distance that the second one might be there, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 okay. Um, and uh, from there, it was really good it was one of the most like encouraging things to happen since like this kind of process of trying to understand these things better has started nice where there was just a lot of things that i've really wanted to say but like it's kind of weird to just like you know like as i'm dropping my kid off on a thursday morning be like and i wanted to tell you yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's not like a natural time for that um and uh i don't know you know she certainly did not agree with all of the things i said and like at times it was like uh, edging towards like being chippy again you know <laughs> um and i was 
I was really proud of myself. You know, like it's just been a long time. Like I've been saying, it's been a long time since any of us have done had those kinds of conversations. Like we all just kind of, and like I think in some ways, you know, I was I was happy to do this because that's a better situation than always arguing with each other. Like where we just kind of avoid it. But I think that the best situation is like we confront all of it in like a healthy way and work through it. For sure. And. We have not been doing that, you know. We've just yeah. been kind of like we know where each other's boundaries are, and we try our best to, you know, stay away from poking things too hard, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not like you know, actively receding the boundaries. You know what I right. mean? Right, definitely. Um, and uh, so you know, just like whenever it would steer towards Chippy, I was just like, you know, I I remember as a kid, like that's when I'm like fucking fired up. You know, I'm like finally yeah, yeah. I've got an excuse to fucking twist some of these knives. And in this case, I was like every time I was just like, that's not the conversation that I would like to have. It's not a conversation I'm willing to have. Like, you know, nice. um that's we good. can talk about other stuff if you want, but like I'm not continuing down this path, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um and you know, like every time it was a positive response, you know, like it was like, yeah, you're right. You know, let's fucking recenter on other stuff. Yeah, nice. And uh you know, like I mean, it was, it was pretty wide-ranging, you know. It was definitely, like, about more than just, like, the, you know, it was by way more than, like, just the boat thing. But, like, it was, it was so, I, I, I got the chance to say, like, I don't know, kind of like, there's a lot of dynamics going on, right? Um, it's a really complex situation of why, you know, my parents and I had such difficult times getting along with each other when I was growing up. But I would say that the largest factor uh, is that I just, the thing I was talking about, about like not feeling like anyone was, like that they just, you know, expected my consent rather than felt like it was something where they had to like, you know, uh, get my sign off on what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just a lot of that, like all the time, you know, it's just like, we're going to hand down an order and like, of course you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're not if it doesn't get done, it's not because it was an unreasonable order. It's not because we delivered it in the wrong way. It's because you failed. But don't worry about that. We have a solution. Uh, it's we're going to say the order again more forcefully. <laughs> and, you know, I, they did not attempt, to my recollection, any other method than that at any point in any of these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I just, uh, and that's something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about, like that dynamic and how it works and what that, what sorts of reactions that would spark in me. And, uh, you know, I just like, like I, I said, like, uh, I just felt like there was no room left for my will and that I, you know, this, this was not something that I was like allowed to have, like that I was, you know, and Whenever you don't have, and this is kind of like, I, I put a finer point on this after I was thinking about it. So I'm, this, this is a, a point I'm making to the podcast audience. Whenever you don't have that security to know that someone else is going to be watching out for it, it there's just a lot of cascading effects from there about being like, you know, proactively defensive about those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. like, that's the stuff where this And hyper aware of like potential... Yeah. Violations, I would say. Yeah. And just, you just don't have, you, you just don't have any trust that yeah. this situation is going to work out normally in a way that, you know, respects you and what you're trying to get done. 
Um, and so that, that's the like primary way in which this is not like a, a thing that happened when I was a kid. This is the everyday facet of my life, you know, right. like I, I, in, at work constantly. And I want to be clear, I'm fairly confident this was not a, a factor in why I was fired. <laughs> uh, cause I'm at this point, like I can manage the stuff well enough. It's like, you know, I feel pissed off, but I know how to not tell people that I'm pissed off and just yeah. kind of work it out in, you know, in my time or whatever. Um, but, you know, when, whenever people are, like, offering suggestions or, like, you know, saying, like, hey, it'd be good for this to get done or whatever, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, 90% of the time I fucking hate it, you know? Yeah, and that, yeah, and, yeah. and in the course of life, you have to be able to communicate, like, hey, this is what I need from you, you know? Yep. Um, but just, like, I, you know, I, I just don't have that innate trust that anyone else is concerned about what I need for them or what I need to do for myself or any of those things. And so it's just, I don't know, it's really ragged every time. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I had the chance to explain the, you know, some part of that. And, yeah. uh, it was, it was just, it was just wonderful. And like, uh, also talking about, and this is, you know, the, the uh, thing that I've, I've really, uh, you know, hoped would come up at some point, uh, for a while of just like, her theory of the case is that, like, like if, you know, Izzy's at an age right now where she, like, definitely will fucking pop off and hit us. Okay. <laughs> Does that ever happen with you? She's you know, like, uh, you I feel know, like it's pretty recent, so. I'm pretty quick, so she's never really tagged me. I mean, she'll fling her arms kind of when she doesn't want something. Yeah. Uh, so I... I if she hasn't, it's not because she's morally superior to your child. She's slower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and I mean, like I've said, I, you know, she was there before. Yeah. And now she, she can land a couple. Okay. But I mean, like, I don't know. It's the cutest thing ever. You know? Yeah, like, for sure. For, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like, uh, they don't hurt. I mean, Megan has said that they, uh, sometimes she'll catch Megan in the face or something. It's I've got accidentals that hurt. Like, they weren't like the baby was angry, but yeah. like, uh, I've got headbutts that have messed me up. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. Headbutt would certainly. Yeah. I'm glad she's imagine the time if Izzy was headbutting you out of anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty intense, dude. Um, but so like, uh, you know, I think that her theory of the case is that like, there's a set number of times that you need to tell them no. And like, once you've told them no enough times, like then they get it. And that's like the German parenting manuals from like the 1850s. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the ones that created Hitler. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, you must break the spirits. It's not yeah. pleasant, but you must do it. I, <laughs> I would, cause I, I see very clearly how like the lineage, how this comes down the lineage. And she was kind of say, and one of the most beautiful things about the entire exchange, I was like, just so grateful that I was able to say these things out loud because I, I say them here all the time is like, uh, you know, I, I got to say to her, like, of course I understand, you know, like your parents were worse to you than you were to me. <laughs> I fully agree. I think yeah. that's so right. And I have so much sympathy for you about it, but I've still got these things going on in my life. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah, ignore yeah. it. Like the, the harms, they are real. I do feel them now. And so, like, you know, we got these two things. We got to hold them both in our head simultaneously, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, 
For but sure. so uh so i i totally like you know yeah dude uh, it's 100 percent true her parents were like you know it's weird because i love her parents you know like by yeah. the time i showed up they were the chillest people on earth they're so fucking great like giant yeah, yeah. inspirations to me like the people like during these tough times like they were the the two people where i was like well at least they get me you know uh, yeah, like yeah. at least i have someone in my family who's like approaching you know some a sympathetic position which is weird because that's not how they were with her you know yeah 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 um but that's how it goes sometimes and like with them you know like they were born during the fucking depression like is anyone sure. uh, surprised that their parents were not perfect <laughs> you yeah, know yeah um, exactly so like you know it's just it's how it goes uh but so, you know, my, my theory of the case on uh, if your kid's hitting you, it's because, uh, you know, her brain is at a stage of development where her impulse control is just not really there. It's not much of an option for her. And if you just wait a while, eventually her brain will get larger and more mature, and then she will have better impulse control. And there's stuff you can do at the margins. Uh, you know, you can be helpful, but I, I don't think that it is helpful if she's expressing a strong emotion and the first thing you're saying is don't express that emotion. And like what you're trying to say is don't express that emotion in that way. But that's a pretty nuanced message to try and deliver to a three-year-old. So I'm fairly worried uh, that it's going to get lost in translation. Mm -hmm. And so that the better thing is just start with, Hey, it's okay to feel your emotions. Like, yeah. you feel them strongly if you want. And, like, I'll be here whenever you need help, you know? Yeah, I think that works. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I definitely, you know, obviously you can think of counterexamples. Like, certainly, it also depends on the kind of hitting, you know what I mean? Like, if she's just smacking her cousin because she wants a toy or whatever, you know, you'd be like, hey, don't hit. Yeah, she hasn't really but, hit them, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm if, sure there's, she has at some point. When she's I, in I like a feral it. rage state, you know, it's like you're just adding to it anyway. Uh, now, just, you know. There's plenty of like, uh, you know, scientific evidence that there's just not much going on message processing wise at that point. Yeah. So, you know, I don't even know that, like, I'm saying the right thing. In fact, I would say that everything, that all the feedback I'm getting from her is uh, that she's not hearing either of them. Like, she just doesn't <laughs> say anything back. You know, like, she's not receiving – it doesn't doesn't feel at all like she's receiving information at that point. Yeah. Although, we did have an incident yesterday that was uh, so fucking heartening. It was like – it was like, it's a weird thing to be, like, excited about. But uh, we were swimming, and she, uh, I was like, do you want to take off the floaties? And she was like, yeah, because we were, like, reaching towards the end. Uh -huh. And I was going to try and kind of try and see, you know, like, how much she could do without it. Because she's been taking swimming lessons. That's yeah, an important yeah. bit of context to add. Um, <laughs> and uh, at the end of, like, her thing with the swim coach, he'll kind of, like, put her near the wall and sort of, like, let her go. Uh -huh. um, and so I did that. And, uh, <laughs> like I, I asked her like, you know, do you want to try and swim by yourself? Uh -huh. And she was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I let her go and the, she just immediately like while underwater, like turned around and looked at me and like the <laughs> sheer look of betrayal, like, <laughs> like how could you? <laughs> it's like, I immediately That's picked so her up, funny. you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, not just like, well, let's see how it goes for me here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you know, she like kind of like shook it off or whatever. And then we were like, uh, uh, 
drying off. And so like as we're drying off, I'm like, let's just sit here, um, you know, like in this chair or whatever. And I was kind of holding her and, uh, you know, like we'll always ask, like, you know, I, I wonder if like this is actually helpful or if like this is just going to be like what her version of like my what I think of my parents annoying reaction is that whenever she's mad or whenever she's having like a strong negative reaction, I'll be like, what do you feel? You know, like, uh-huh. do you feel sad? Do you feel mad? Like what? And, uh, so she like, like I wasn't doing it then. Um, but she just kind of like, to me, she was like, you know, I feel sad. Oh, and, that's good. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. And then like, was like kind of explaining it, you know, yeah, that's really good. like, yeah, uh, yeah. you don't push kids in the water. I'm like, <laughs> I'm very sorry. I want to be clear. Didn't push. That's just what happens. Yeah, Whenever yeah. you stop the support, wouldn't want to just let lie this idea that I would push you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good your experience is fully valid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and fine. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that was great. Like it was just the first indication that like maybe she is hearing some of the things. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I uh, just get back to the conversation with the mom. Um, you know, it was just like, uh, you know, I, I I don't think that she like was just like immediately like, oh, well, of course you're right. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, with all of it, it felt like she was really being open to the ideas and was going to go and like take them and think about them some, which nice. I was really happy. Yeah, it was That's great. awesome. Yeah, that's good. Congrats. I don't know if that, that feels weird to say, but yeah, no, I don't know. That it's, is good. It's, it's progress. Cool, I think it's good to feel good about that. Um, yeah. And like, uh, it, then like, uh, you know, when she was done, like my dad came out and was just kind of like, it was like, you I don't know. It's just like, we have a different relationship. I, I don't mean like, I'm just going to report the facts. I don't want, but like the way I'm reporting them, I don't want him to like look bad. Cause I don't think that he was, but he was just kind of like, you know, uh, I do respect you as an adult. And I, you know, will try to avoid the future, you know, something yeah, like that, right. you know, just kind of like, like it was a very brief, like, yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page now. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. That, yeah, that's really good. With my fight, I texted my parents to be like, we should have a call to, I'd like to apologize, you know, and, uh, you know, talk this through. And my mom said, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> no further elaboration. No, well, she was like, yeah, "We're still pretty upset," like you know, uh, something like that. Yeah. And then, of course, I very graciously said, "Yeah, well, I'm actually waiting for a lot of fucking apologies for a lot of things, but you don't see the send." And then we didn't talk for like six months. <sighs> no way. No, we did. We talked like a month later. For I bet we okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, we did. We did. Just we this did. short one month blackout. Yeah. Because uh, I'm looking. At, well, we don't talk that often anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking through the calendar. Yeah, definitely. Because we talk. I've never not spoken to them. Like maybe I forgot on a holiday, but I've never like made a point of not talking to them on a holiday. Yeah. And holidays came up shortly after that. Anyway. Yeah. We're all good now. We talk to each other. That's good. That the New yeah, York fight. I, I think. I mean, I you know, I, this is the comment on the timing of yours, but I just I was grateful in retrospect. Like, I doubt that I could have come close to like going like that if it if we hadn't all slept on it. Yeah, and that's it not my like first it. instinct. I don't like 
Like I, I'm very much a. I would like to solve this here. Now, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it just it just didn't work. I, you know, I wasn't feeling that then. I think that don't go to bed angry meme is dumb. It often uh, said at Excel. I don't know really? if you recall that. Isn't it like marriage advice? Like primarily. They were saying it in that context. Like oh, it was okay. like whenever they were talking, like uh, like uh, Dino and uh, little Jamie talking sure. about how great their marriage was. Okay. Or like uh, <laughs> Nana and Pops. Dude, the best marriage, I may have said this before. It was so funny to me, dude. Uh, Sherry and Doug. <laughs> when, have I said this before? I don't know. When uh, Jamie was like in the middle of redoing the schedule, like, but it was like in the lodge, like the whole school was there. It's like summer was about to start. You know how the schedule's always a little bit up in flux? Yeah. And she's trying to figure out like who can do morning coverage. Mm -hmm. And Doug and Sherry lived up on that house on the hill, you know, at the time. And she she was like, well, Doug can probably do it. Doug, how long does it take you to, you know, drink your coffee, say goodbye, kiss your wife goodbye? And he just like gets that grin on his, like, you know, just a sly grin. And it's like, for the listener, he's not like a cut up, you know what I mean? But he's like kind of a funny guy, you know? And he's just, so she's like, how long does it take you to kiss your wife, you know, goodbye? And he just goes, uh, about two hours. What did you? <laughs> yeah, it was great. The school lost it. And even Jamie did give it up, but she fucking had to do the thing of like being like, I'm actually the one that tells, you know, those kind of off color jokes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that one was pretty good. Like, <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Doug, Doug was a good guy. I really don't have complaints about Doug. What are you going to do, dude? You're repairing vending machines one day. And your wife's like, hey, we got to move to my sister's school. You know? Yeah. Drive the kids to the doctor's appointment. No, I, you know? Yeah. He didn't, he, he's like, I don't want to say he's completely morally clean, you know, what human is. But I always go back to the thing of the one staff member who did write the letter. I think that that really shines a light on what obligations the others were choosing not to yeah but doug's not really a write the letter guy i understand what you're saying but like uh i don't know it doesn't mean you can't it's not impossible like yeah for sure for sure for sure if if you just like look at it if you just watch it go on and you're just like well i'm not gonna act to yeah i wonder try to relieve what was doug like thinking as he saw this i mean it seemed to me like he had a good amount of horror. Like, uh, he was one of a couple staff members that, to my mind, it was conspicuous how infrequently they let themselves be around during life skills. Interesting. It seemed to me like there were some staff members that were like, I know when that is. I don't like it. I'm not here for that. Like, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. It's, you know, when you I can said count that, on one hand the times that he was there. I bet there were staff members that straight up just hated Jamie. Yeah, probably. Like, probably most of them at one time or another. But, like, I don't know. It's like when I was there, I never really thought of it that much. There was that time when, before you got there, when Jamie and Sally were still liberal and they found <laughs> out that the teacher was voting for George W. Bush and they, like, locked her in a classroom and yelled at her for, like, two hours. What? 
Yeah, I've told you about this. Miss Sophia, the Spanish teacher. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that you have. Uh, but, they delayed life skills. But like, I remember we Christy yelling at me for uh, I know, it's, booing George Bush, so it's still difficult for it's me to bonkers, process. It's right? But like, we were, it was a delayed life skills. Like We were all sitting in that big schoolroom. And they were in, you know, that room that had like the ensuite bathroom. That's so bathroom? fucked up. Like, and we of could all like the things hear their voices that like, have we happened, hear the words, but you know, like we've we've detailed much more fucked up. But just <laughs> yeah. the, like your boss yelling at you about who you're gonna vote for, like that's so yeah. fucking wrong. And she was like a civilian. Like yeah. she was like she didn't go to life skills at all or anything. She like barely interacted with them, but somehow like that day they crossed paths. To be honest. Miss Sophia was beautiful and a ray of light and my favorite teacher probably ever at that school. And I'm going to say, I don't think Jamie and Sally liked that very much. Yeah. And I think it was kind of the, and this isn't just me. I've talked to girls from Excel that have agreed with this observation, but we've both made it. Uh, Jamie and Sally came down in a very weird way on the girls that registered as conventionally attractive. Like there was like a weird, you know, there. Uh, they were pretty bad to them and they were pretty bad to the ugly ones too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I, don't, I don't want to deny that. Uh, this was around the same time that the really hot girl, Jamie was like shearing off half her hair and like Jamie, she was like from Houston, but like river Oaks, like she was rich. That was a big thing for Jamie. Jamie's making her wear camo and like shaving her head and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, she's trying to make something beautiful, ugly. Like, because she feels ugly inside. Like, I mean, it just, that's what it is. Yeah. And I, I got some of that aggression just hearing them berate poor Miss Sophia. Oh, Jesus you know? Christ. It was why. And then they turned into fucking like, Abu Ghraib supporters. Probably the, there's an Abu Ghraib life skills podcast right now. Yeah. You know, just being you like, think so? did they, did, is Abu Ghraib sinning on, you know, was it? It's a great question. Kind I think of. it's a no. <laughs> but in vibes, you know? It still feels no, a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. It is that, ba like, that's, you know, one of the points I made whenever we talked about it before. Uh, and, you know, I, this is somewhat put to rest because you got a pretty, you know, nailed down now, your, your chain. Feeling good about it. Uh, I can't wait to read this uh, article. It's just long. Yeah. But, uh... It just doesn't take like it. It feels like every single person has a voice inside of them that's like, "What if you just yelled at him?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the systematic—I don't actually think Abu Ghraib is sinning on. That was one of my first kind of uh, inklings that Excel was more fucked up than I thought. Though, was I was in college, like in a class talking about Abu Ghraib, mm -hmm. and like I'm not saying we had it as bad as the Abu Ghraib prisoners. But, I don't think that we did. But it's the, the it is a Venn diagram. It's not two circles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And like uh with any incarcerated population. There were kids on leashes at Excel. There were kids that were forced to strip. I don't know if there were naked kids on leashes, but I mean there were I mean the nineteen year old lady that was like given responsibility over prisoners. That's actually more responsible than the Excel model. You know what I mean? Like the sleep deprivation. I don't know that I have it. any specific memories myself of leashes, which is not to say that you don't. Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that you do. I just want to. 
yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to let lie the impression that could be created that an everyday part of the experience was leashes. No, not at all. But and it's like uh, most of the Abu Ghraib parallels that I'm talking about are things that I saw, not things that I witnessed. I mean, seeing it is a, its own trauma. But my point is like, Excel did it to the most extreme kids. Like I don't know how big Abu Ghraib prison was, but you know what I mean. Like. It's, it does seem, I'm, I, I think, I don't think anyone listens to this to cancel us, you know? I don't know why I'm having and hawing like this. But uh, in the class, whatever they were fucking talking about, I remember being like, these kids are pussies. Like, not the Abu Ghraib guys are pussies, but like, these kids at college are pussies with the way they're talking about how horrified they are because like, Jesus Christ, these kids would have folded out Excel. Like the way they're being so sensitive about, you know what I mean? But then I just thought about it a little more and I was like, maybe Excel and Abu Ghraib are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I very clearly remember Duncan telling me about the news. Really? See, well, yeah, I wonder being at Excel, what was he like? I mean, I- He's like, it so was like, so some prisoners were put on learning experience. <laughs> no, I certainly didn't say it that way. Uh, I- I remember, like, definitely understanding that, like, nudity was a part of it and, like, that they had, like, had, like, pictures taken yeah. of the, like, you know, nude prisoners or whatever. And I, so I don't remember exactly how he said it. And it's difficult for me to imagine him explaining all that in a way that was not going to get him in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it happened. And I, I do remember, like, because it was sufficiently, like you know it was hard to talk straightforward about it that uh i was kind of like i can read from him how bad he thinks this is and so no. i guess i agree but i don't really get it yet interesting interesting <coughs> i've been thinking about duncan these days yeah i hope he's doing well i also hope he's doing well <coughs> Uh, you want to call it a night? I was just thinking. All right. Later.